What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 96 of Beef's Beef. I'm here, like I say, as always, with BJ. Yes, sir. And I know you are probably going to be surprised that we're putting another episode out because we haven't done this in a while. Two episodes in a week. But we got another guest on today. And not surprising that it's one of my friends again because BJ has no friends. This is true. Yeah, but uh, I have a good friend. A lot of you that listen... Well, I'd say most of the people that comment and listen know know this person. Some of you worked with him, some of you went to school with him, some of you just have hung around him because you hung around me. But uh, I have my good friend, Mr. Raymond Shutt. How's it going, man? It is going great. How are you doing? Doing well, man. Doing yeah, well. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to, glad we can make some finally, time. Finally, finally, after the days at UPS of talking about this, it's it's coming to fruition. You're the final piece mm-hmm. of there the podcast. <laughs> so is, it's shutting down after today. This yeah. is this <laughs> is barstool before barstool. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I I told you that me, him, Smitty, and Joey had this plan to do something like this a long time ago. Right, open gyms. You were telling me about this. So we would we ha- we would have this is how weird we were. We would have four way phone calls. Yeah. With us for every night that we were driving to work. Yeah. To UPS. And when we you were talk- going to work mostly together, right? Well, I mean, this was Smitty before wasn't. he started there, so okay. he was mm-hmm. he was at Midcontinent. Okay. Uh, Smitty <laughs> oh, Smitty gosh. was at home and Joey was at home. Mm-hmm. And we actually called our show. Do you remember what we called our show? Yes. I don't know if we're saying that or not. I'll say I was okay. sports and sexcapades. That yes. was what our show was going to be called. <laughs> Why the sexcapades? Because I'm, none of us had those. Well, we were talking Rick Pitino, of course. Yeah, That's why. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair, <laughs> shots are thrown early. Not even three minutes into the podcast, we're already getting shots thrown. But this is, this is kind of where... Uh, Barstool was born because I think we were Barstool before Barstool. The mm-hmm. stuff, the hot takes, the funny takes, like that's what makes me so mad with Barstool. Is I feel like we were Barstool before them, but we just didn't comp, we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's partially off for Yeah, yeah. Dave Portnoy, who's that guy anyway? You know, yeah, I don't like that guy. Yeah, he kind of makes a decent amount of money. He's not, not I won't hate on that part. Book. The dude makes a lot of money, but yeah. he takes more than one bite. So apparently, he doesn't know the rules. Yeah. But well, that tells me that you've seen his stuff right there. I have seen it yeah. because he's done some in here in Louisville that I want to see what he says about. Bear nose, right? Didn't he do bear nose? He did uh, bear nose areas, I think. Uh, he did. He's done like four or five here in Louisville. A couple in Lexington. He too. did the post. He shut the place down. Yeah, Lexington. one in Lexington did not go well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not good for their business. Yeah, he did uh, the post. He did Bonnie and Clyde's out on Dixie Highway, which I still have not tried. Yeah, which that's I've, the place you told me about when we were going out to. That the game. Valley, yeah, yeah, that's the place that I still want to try because every Dixie Highway person swears by it. Like that's they say it's the best place on planet Earth when it comes to pizza. Which I'd like to believe them, but you said Dixie Highway, so I'm like, eh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Billy Reed over here taking oh, shots to oh. the south end. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so BJ, get your get your part out of the way. I know you're going to do it. You do this every episode. All right, we'll give you your favorite part of the segment then, or your favorite part of the podcast. Episode 96, you already referenced. We'll start off with the easy one. So to count from 1 to 96 takes roughly 48 seconds. Now, I've timed it like six times. You know, some of them have been like 46, some of them have been 50. Roughly 48 seconds to count from 1 to 96, right? If you want to try it, you can do it later. Um, Second one, although Tic Tacs are about 96% sugar, the FDA regulations allow them to be advertised as zero grams of sugar per serving due to their size. I was heavily disappointed in that because I'm a big Tic Tac fan. 96% sugar is a little too too that's, much for my life. It seems like it's a good amount. Yeah, that's yeah, solid. To the like, 
I mean, it almost kind of reminds me of what you were talking about with the fireworks to me the other day about the 500 grams and, the, and all that stuff where it's like a mag, maximum legal load. They're, they're kind of lying. Well, yes and no. I'd say this is different because 96% of something that small, I'm just thinking, what's the other 4% in there? I mean, probably not stuff that you want. Probably like horse tranquilizers or something. I think that would make that stock go way up. You know, probably a lot more people would be buying them. If it was horse tranquilizers? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Millennials. (laughs) We're we're all millennials. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're baby boomers. Um, And then number three, um, two-pack. You know, two packs, like two pack the rapper. Hey, um, dude, you don't do this. What? You already, <laughs> just say the name right. You know who I'm talking about, Tupac. Tupac. He, uh, unfortunately, was fatally shot in 1996. Yeah. So you had to give a shout out to my homie, Tupac. Would um, you say his name right? It's so disrespectful, R.I.P. Tupac. God, Two packs. And uh, n- number four, 96 players in Super Bowl 52, one of your favorite Super Bowls of all time. Eagles versus the Patriots were multi-sport athletes. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like in high school or in yes. college? Yes, in high school. Because what, what it is, there's that argument that's out there talking about um, a player focusing solely on one sport and what their chances are of becoming a professional athlete in comparison to multi-sport athletes. I feel like when we were younger and like the generation below us, like every professional athlete played multiple sports. 96 is pretty much every. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel, like I don't agree with that. I mean, to me, you're staying active. Yeah, yeah. you should comp, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's what statistics are saying. Statistics are saying that you're supposed to be a multi-sport athlete. I, yeah. I don't think statistics tell the whole story, but I definitely would rather have somebody play multiple sports. I think all of us in our career at some point have been burnt out too. You know, yeah. I, re- I remember eighth grade year. I told my dad I was quitting basketball to play soccer, and he got a good <laughs> chuckle out of that. So. Needless to say, after halfway through the soccer season, I realized my future potential in soccer was not going to be too great being a six-seven white kid. So, yeah, probably need to switch sports. So, how many point. sports do your kids play, Ray? Well, depends on the depends on on the son or daughter. Uh, my she, she is probably I, I have three sons and one daughter. She's the best athlete, so she is she's done dance if that's a sport probably not hey there's uh, a lot of big men that do that did dance yeah uh but she's she's heavy in gymnastics right now we've done the soccer thing uh my second born tatum is he's going to be not great i'm not definitely not one of those those dads <laughs> but <laughs> he's he's going to be uh very intense he, he plays really hard and no matter what he does but we're gonna try him out in basketball it's weird that we're, we're two are talking about this because we, uh, the staff that I'm on now, we have been like looking at professional athletes and like kind of looking at kids today, dealing with sort of, you know, how many sports should you play or how you much know, time should you spend doing one? Should thing? a five year old be playing sports? Should a four year old be playing sports? Or is it just for the parents? Right. So we are. I mean, if my any of my boys come to me and say, you know. I really don't want to play anything. I'm fine with that. We did soccer with the older two, and it was pretty much somewhat of a disaster. Uh, so, and there's a I can't remember the documentary, but it's about Wayne Gretzky, Jerry Rice, a couple other like the best athletes ever. And like Wayne Gretzky didn't start playing organized hockey till he was 14. Hmm. Jerry Rice, kind of a similar story. And I thought of you probably remember this 30 for 30, Rand University. Oh, great. Oh. One of the best ones. And they talked about that game that Randy Moss played. And it was like two on two. They're playing football, but it's just like 
you know, if, if we're playing, if, if you're the quarterback, if Brandon's the quarterback and me and BJ are going up against each other, we just play catch back and forth and, you know, I try and get open, he guards me, and then vice versa. So, you know, there's not all this, like, training, so to speak. Yeah. You know, you're just going and playing, and that's, uh, I don't know. That's, you love that's, it first and that love exactly. makes you get better at it naturally. Mm-hmm. I agree with mm-hmm. all that. I think it was very interesting when I saw all those stats. That is pretty funny that you're looking into all that as well, too. Um, number six, though, or excuse me, number five, um, Facebook facial recognition system was found to outperform similar systems by the FBI. So you know the FBI has facial recognition, mm-hmm. trying to catch bad guys, right, people like yourself over there. Um, Facebook had a 96% accuracy level. Solid. It is Very crazy, surprising. man. Like you'll upload a picture and be like, hey, I think this picture is so-and-so. Yeah. Or, like, if something's not loading. It scares me a little bit. It's kind of weird. Like, the other day, I don't know if you all were on Facebook the other day when, like, pictures weren't loading. No. It would put words on there, and it would say, like, to just to give an example, Bryant was posting pictures from his basketball camp. It said, three kids holding basketballs in a basketball gym. Oh, man. And I was like, how the heck does it? And I was like, and I saw who posted and I was like, I guarantee you that's right. And I was like, this is weird. Like, this is really weird that, like, <laughs> this picture's not up there, but it says that, and it wasn't what he typed in there as a caption. Well, I was so. thinking about this a little bit deeper, too. Remember, Facebook had the uh, the two things, I forget what they're called, but they were talking to each other and created their own language, too. You know what I mean? So there's, there's some, and I was also thinking about this earlier, too. If you're some programmer, whatever, intellectual, and you have the option of working for the FBI or you have the option of working for Facebook, probably you're going to go with Facebook, unfortunately, at these, these times. So it doesn't surprise me that Facebook had a 96% accuracy level, whereas the FBI had an 85%. But it is a little bit startling to hear some of that stuff. Yes. So, yeah, maybe FBI needs to invest in Facebook. Um, number six, though, this one was kind of interesting to me. 96 is one of six numbers that when turned upside down, it is still itself. So starting the trivia time, are you all able to get the other five numbers that when turned upside down are still themselves? I think you've got a potential to get some of these. You might not get all of them, but any guesses? 69. 69 is one of the Mm, other ones, yes, because it's also 96 inverted. Mm. 11. 11 is another one, so that's two. We're one. on a roll here. I'm going to go number one. One is also mm-hmm. three for five so far. You're missing two other ones. I think you can get both of these two. One of them you might not think is a typical number. That's my hint. That doesn't help you a ton. Zero? Zero. Mm. Last one, you can get this one. Oh, uh, 88. 88 is correct. Yes! Bingo. There we go. Six for six, starting out hot. That's Mm -hmm. what I like to see. And then last but not least, moving into our final part of this segment. So when I was looking this up, 96 has been the toughest number to find information on. Typically, I go deep in the bag, and, and this time I was having a tough time. So whenever I pulled this up, it said that there was a quiz that 96% of adults can't pass this third level 
test. It's like third, third, third grade. grade. Okay. Yeah, excuse me, I'm having a tough time. I mean, what? You would already failed. <laughs> you can't even, you can't even read the title. I did fail this test as well too. But I was just like third grade level. Oh, I got so this. So is it just pass or fail? It's not like you can't miss anything. Yeah, okay. that's what made it tough because there was for like a hundred questions on there. So I wasted like six hours of my life trying to get this right. <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying hindsight being 2020, I should have answered all hundred. I should have just quit whenever I missed one of them. So did you take a couple from it? So I took about 15 roughly from it. Wanted to see. They're pretty simple questions. We'll start with the first one. What color do you get from mixing blue and yellow? Green. Green is correct. One for one. Uh, question number two. What kind of animal is a frog? Amphibian or reptile? Amphibian. Amphibian is correct. That could have potentially been one of them that I missed. You know, I want to air out any dirty laundry. <laughs> I didn't know that amphibian, amphibian means, is land and water. Well, you need water to breathe, yes. So frogs start out as tadpoles. Mr. IQ over here knocking them dead. Mm. Uh, n- n- easy one for you. How many continents are there? Seven. Seven is correct. Um, the cat, this is a sentence. The cat climbed up the tree. The word cat is a Noun. Yeah. Noun is correct. That that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I, I'm worried now because, see, I teach social studies. So yeah. I was good on the continent ones. The other ones, I'm, I'm struggling here. No, but, uh, I'm, I'm like, right. I'm sweating. He keeps looking to me, man. I don't know, you all can't see this, but he keeps looking to me to answer these. He's just carrying me over here. Hey, you guys haven't missed one yet, so I've already – I had missed two out of my hundred. You haven't missed one yet. Um, how many legs does a spider typically have? Eight. Eight is correct. Hey, you got to give the listeners a little bit of time. To I'm sorry. I mean, you give me these softball questions, I'm going to hit them out of the park. I'm Uh-oh. saying it's third grade level. It should be softball style of questions. Um, the sun is a planet or a star? I know this one. Do you know this one? I do. I okay. Do. We'll give them listeners, a little bit Listeners, are you ready? Well, you don't have to give them too long. It's a I'm star. Just if, it's you're star. Just, if I'm going, hey, this is a question. Blah, blah, blah. It's a star. The planets it's rotate s- around the sun. Star is correct. Um what what kind of poem has five syllables, then seven syllables, then five again? Do you know this one? I probably will when you say it, but I don't know right off the top of my head. I when believe you will. I believe it's a haiku. Haiku is no, correct. No, I did I did not know that one. That one I, I was thinking about the reason why I knew that one. You know, I've been practicing my poems for our. You better uh, practice, man. Yeah. Yeah. Haiku might be the route I go because I feel like that's. Yeah, the I don't know if you finished the last for. episode yet, but he put out a pretty. Pretty big challenge, and I can't no, wait to do No, I would say this. it's a pretty, li- pretty little one. You know, there's no well, challenge No, he's as serious part. as you are about it. He oh, was texting I, me. Yeah, I've been practicing. He's as serious as you are about it, and I can't wait. Of course I'm, he's I'm, as serious, plus we gotta talk coming to, for the throne. We got to talk about Trey. We got to talk Trey Sean about recording this, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you know, it's like I said, it's going to be quick, easy, to the point. <laughs> chop, chop, clean it up. But, hey, whatever he wants to do. Um, next question. Largest planet in our solar system. This one's a little bit tougher. I think I know this one. You know, do you do you know this one? I'm pretty sure. You I'm starting to second guess though. I'll, I'll take my guess. <laughs> I'll say Mars. Okay. What what is the other guess? My guess is going to be Jupiter. Jupiter is the correct answer. <laughs> Saved you. you they did. That's why, I said, that's why I said I think I know this one. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. Team. What, what's the second biggest? Do you know that one? Me. Did it give you the second biggest or no? No, just, I could it, have checked it, but you know I'm not no, that that's smart, fine. so I didn't have my history book around for my astronomy. Your book. history book? Yeah, it's probably not history book. I would say if I were. I guessing, hope it's not history. Hopefully, it's still there. Well, you know they keep changing. <laughs> they like these Pluto. Yeah, I was gonna say they keep changing them. Uh, which planet is closer to the sun, Mercury or Neptune? 
It's mercury, right? Mercury is correct. Um, what's the antonym of the word white? Of the word white? Yes. Antonym. I'm going to go black. Black is correct. Mm. Bingo. See, so save you again, beef. No, I, knew, I said I knew that one. <laughs> no, I didn't hear it. Yeah, because no. you didn't say synonym, which means the same. Allegedly. So, here we go. Um, what is the pigment that causes plants to be green? I think I know this one. Do you know this one? Mm -mm. Is it photosynthesis? No, pigment. Pigment. Oh, oh the pigment? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm That's sorry. the process, right? Trust yeah, the process. Yeah. Sorry. That I is don't trust know this the one. process. I try to sound too smart. I even butchered the word. You're going to be disappointed when I tell you it's the, chlorophyll. Mm, More like borophyll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I was wrong. The second biggest is Saturn. What did you say? Or I think you said Mars. Yeah, mm. I said Mars. So I wasn't even second, right? Yeah. Saturn's ring get you. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. So... Um, what what is the fastest land animal besides a liger? Yeah. It's actually faster than a liger. The fastest land animal? Yeah. It's a cheetah, right? Cheetah, cheetah, cheetah is correct. Good teamwork there. Kind of, I can yeah. see the eye work going it's on. It's like you, man. The cheetah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I definitely agree. That's what you did in the locks of the week. Yeah. How many oceans are there? Um, okay, as a geography teacher, also. He's yeah, you, you take this one. No, man. I could no, name the oceans. This is, uh, there's some debate, debate, you know. Yeah. Uh, again, all these millennials and truthers, you know. Just, uh, I'm going to go four. Okay, so five is what I have. But okay. Yes, four. Yeah, so see, which one do you not consider the uh, an ocean? Let's see. Pacific, Atlantic, Atlantic. Arctic, and Indian. Yeah. So what is added to it? Now? I don't know. I think it's, is it the southern? I don't know. There's a new ocean? I did not even know that. So were you going to say four, too? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's cause, uh, yeah, that's, the, that's, what, that's that what I, I've, that was what I was always taught was those four. Yeah. There's more. There's five now? There's five. Officially five as of the 96%. How are you going to take a level? planet away and add an ocean? What, could, what is going well, on? The world you, is, what, 71% water? So, I mean, I feel like that's why. I mean, our solar system's probably whatever percentage, but yeah. I'm looking this up. I'm not. I'm not saying look I don't believe up. you. I just want to see what the other one's hey, called. Look it up, bro. While you're looking it up, I'll ask you the next question. What was the fiftieth state to join the U.S.? Fiftieth state. Fiftieth. Five zero. Hawaii. Hawaii is correct. All Hawaii. right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop there. All right. Uh -oh. They did not. Again, social studies. They did not have a choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Wow. What, is the, <laughs> what is the Good Southern thing. Ocean? What is this? Is it the southern? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. What is the southern ocean? This it's is in Alabama. It's deep yeah. in the south. <laughs> what is that? No. Is that not Gulf Shores? I don't even where is it? I think it's down there by like Antarctica. Be my guess. Also known as the Antarctic Ocean or Austral mm. Ocean. No. Nobody going, lives there. We're going with no. four, we're bro. Just staying with four. Pass on uh, yeah. taking my passport to there. Yeah. I'm going with four still. So we've got one more question for you. What is in American form or numerical form XL22? One, one. It's not XL22, but you know what I'm talking about. XL, XL11? Yeah. Yeah. It would be 42, right? 42 is correct. Mm. So, yeah, overall, you did pretty decent. You yeah, only missed the chlorophyll one, and that was the toughest question. I by missed far. the chlorophyll. Did you know you didn't get chlorophyll either? We but, all no, missed I'll it. Take yeah, the, yeah. I'll take you know, the one. Potentially, on. I could have missed that one as well, too. <laughs> but, you know. Did you miss say. the Roman numeral one? No, chlorophyll. No, I'm saying, did, so you didn't miss the Roman numeral one? Though? No, because actually I had done my research on Super Bowl 52. 
So, you just... so therefore, I automatically knew my Roman numerals. Uh, I'm actually pretty good about knowing those. I don't know why. I've, that's like one of the things, like useless things from school that has stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like there's so yeah, many we don't things use that too often. There's so many things that like they taught you in school that you don't use, and they didn't teach you that you do use. Mm-hmm. Like why didn't they teach you how to do your taxes in school? Mm. You didn't have that class? No. Uh, we didn't either. Yeah. Why don't they teach you like how to sew? I feel very attacked here. Yeah. No, it's I, not. You don't, you don't make the curriculum. <laughs> you don't make the curriculum. You yeah. just do what they tell you to. That's true. You teach That's it in your way, but you don't make the curriculum. Yeah. Like, please don't. So you teach social studies. Yes. So you don't have to teach this new math that they do. No. No, Which is not. a joke. Yeah, yeah. It takes like 45 minutes to do a simple addition. Nine equation. times seven is always going to be 63. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, <laughs> hey, one of the questions on the test was 12 times 12. It took me a second. 144, it yep. took me. Luckily, we have a lot of case quantities that are 144, so that helped me out. But if I mm. wouldn't have known that, I'd have felt really bad. I saw a picture the other day. It was a guy on like a PT cruiser with like a hundred watermelons. Like, oh, this is the guy we always read about in class. And the, <laughs> those word <laughs> questions. It's like, oh, here he is. The guy that bought a hundred watermelons. But summertime normally is a dead time for sports. To some. To some. To some. But Uneducated individuals. Mm-hmm. But guys like us, we are nerds and watch the <laughs> summer league. And probably really enjoy it more than a lot of people. It's kind of, it's not like bucket list, but it's like as close to you can get as bucket list for me. Have you ever shown all the events that you can do? I didn't know you wanted, because I've always wanted to go to this Oh, I'd love to go. First of all, any chance I get to go to Vegas, I love going to Vegas. You know, I'm a big bingo hall guy. You know what I'm saying? Vegas got some of the biggest bingo halls in the world. You're a bingo hall guy? This is not something that I knew. (laughs) Bingo's my sport of choice. That's not a sport. Well, you can say that, but bingo is not a sport. I would say it takes skill. It's not luck. So, bingo takes skill to just listen for a certain letter and number. If you've got six bingo cards in front of you and you got your stamp or a stamp in, you got to be pretty quick, bro. Dude, if Glenda that lives out in Valley Station that can not even walk can do it, then it's not a sport. While smoking twelve cigarettes, dude, it's that's that's probably lowering the amount. She yeah. probably smokes way more than twelve. Glenda. Shout yeah. out to Glenda. Yeah, I don't even know what Glenda, other than the one from Wizard of Oz, but... Hmm. I didn't know there was one in Wizard of Oz. Yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure there's a witch in there named Glenda. Mm-hmm. Might just made that up. Uh, you, I think you did. Yeah. Uh, I trust your knowledge on it. That's though. fine. You know what I'm saying. But, Summer League. So, the championships tonight, we don't know exactly who's in it because we can't find it, but I'm pretty sure it's the Pelicans and the Knicks because the entire Knicks roster outside of Julius Randle's playing. But there's been some pretty good players, or there's been some pretty and good... And Reggie Bullock. And... Dude, who cares? That's their best player on their team. Like no, top three. Reggie Bullock is not their best player. Top three. Their best player, top. I don't even know if I'd say that. Well, who? You can go ahead. I would put. I would put Dennis Smith Jr. ahead of Reggie Bullock. Uh, of course you would. You wouldn't put Dennis Smith Jr. ahead of him. Um, no. Who would you and say? That's still two. Who would you, you say is their set? Who? Yeah, well, I mean Reggie Bullock. Who would you say is number one? Reggie Bullock. Kevin but, Knox. Kevin. I forgot about Kevin Knox. Kevin Ox just needs to get in the weight room. That's the only thing. He's gotten bigger. Yeah, but he can't hold on to the ball. Mm. ACC bias. He tore Zion <laughs> up that game. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, but definitely is some ACC bias. I mean, I, Randall's their best player. I think we can honestly. I think we can honestly agree on that. Yeah. I, I would say Randall. Then I Side would say. Bullock, yeah. No. Geez. For a short time, right? Who, who's the center? Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. I love Mitchell yeah, Robinson. Yeah, yeah. So I he'll be. I think he'll he'll jump him soon. You think, like, in his contract time, you think he'll jump him? No. 
I don't know. I don't know how long his contract. I mean, is. it's got Mitchell's got. I mean, he's he signed a he's two or three year deal because yeah. yeah. he was a rookie. I'm surprised he's playing summer league. That, I I'm, them, su- yeah, no I'm surprised they played Barrett more than one game, but Barrett's played the yeah. entire time. Because normally these big name rookies, they'll play one maybe two games and they'll they'll sit them because they don't want to get hurt, right. get their bearings in somewhat a professional game, and then. But I like, think it's just let them see the speed of the game difference yeah. compared to what they're playing. I mean, it's a big difference. You like I think Zion, guys. I don't think Zion really got hurt. I think it was like we've seen enough. We know you can play. I mean, Morant's not playing at all because he had to get a minor surgery. Yeah, which Romeo's not playing. Garland's not wait, playing. Why is Why is Romeo not playing? Romeo had his surgery on is his it, wrist. Is remember? it still the wrist from the March? Probably. Man, I didn't realize that. They're not going to take a chance. I'm surprised he still got drafted that high without doing any workouts then. Because if he can't play in a game like that, I'm sure he didn't do workouts. Well, he really. played the whole year hurt, so he probably yeah. could have done workouts. But I'm sure Stevens had seen his body of work, and then. Uh, I mean, I think it's it, a perfect place for him anyway. I think well, they Ainge did. is obviously the one who's having the final say. Ainge has done pretty well in the past evaluating <laughs> talent. I didn't realize that so many people disliked him, though, as far as players go. Tim There's Ainge. a lot of players that dislike what he does. Yeah. When you're one of the better people at what you do, you're probably going to have some people dislike you. Not because you're that good, but you're probably going to have to do some unsavory things to make some tough people. decisions. Well, I mean, they're saying that's why a lot of these big name free agents don't want to go there because they realize. Maybe. Who yeah, else? Like, I mean, who else are you talking about? Well, I mean, Horford maybe. left. Yeah, like Horford. Horford, Horford was, wouldn't even talk to him. Horford said he was supposed to sign again. Everybody thought he was going to, but he was intrigued by the Sixers' interest in him. Is what they he wouldn't heard. he wouldn't even talk to Boston. Like yeah, he wouldn't I even heard take that was calls because from he already knew he's going to the Sixers. And I mean, Shoot. who wouldn't want to go to a prestige? I mean, here's the thing, man. Can we stop talking about uh, about tampering? By the way, because these oh, players man. are going to talk all the time anyway. I mean, you get the thing with the Kawhi and Westbrook or the Kawhi and uh, Paul George stuff. And the thing was, I mean, what we told you the other day is Paul George said, yeah, he just, like, we talked, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go to L.A. You need to ask for a trade there. Hey, so he's a heck of a recruiter. That was yeah, exact like, you, they're going to do this. Like, just. Well, you should be able to, in my opinion. I, I get why they have those rules. I also think the NBA makes a ridiculous amount of money. I don't think they need any more money in their just pocket. Set a, just set a certain timeline. These players are going to talk. They're friends. Well, I think it should be front office. I think players should be allowed to do that. Yeah, it's. Because you you had the Lakers and the Pelicans at the with AD and LeBron that was a that was one where they thought that they were tampering. Well, and, they were. Yeah, I mean they were eating dinner together. It's no different than what Kawhi did with Paul George. Yeah, but by the rules, all that's tampering. Yeah, that's what, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just do away with it. Correct. I, to me, it, I agree with you. Yes, keep it on the front office. But if I'm with the players, I don't. To me, they're going to talk. They're they're going to talk on the floor. They're going to talk after the game. They're there's not many people that do what they do, so to have somebody that is like them, they're going to be friends. It's sad, too, because the front office is all looked upon as a business, but when a player makes a decision that's what he believes best for his career, then it's looked at as a selfish move. You know what I mean? Or it's whatever it may be considered. But, yeah, yeah front office will make decisions like that, like we said with Danny Ainge all the time. Yeah. So interesting but- dynamics. Some of the best players I've seen in this summer. I mean, I I thought I think Carson Edwards has played really well from Purdue. Yeah, Carson Edwards has been playing really really well. He's actually been getting talked about a lot. Um, one of my thought I forgot his name. He led the he led the NCAA in scoring last year though. Um, for where? I can't remember who he played for. Well, while you're on Boston, I'm gonna say Grant Williams has impressed me too. He has Grant Williams. Is, I mean, Grant Williams is just a guy that just wants to win. Solid. Yeah, yeah, but his jump shot. 
I mean, I didn't know if it was going to translate to the NBA level. And uh, Stevens was pretty high on him in his interviews. Him and Taco Fall are kind of an interesting duo as well, too. Okay, have you seen the picture of Taco Fall next to Carson Edwards? Yeah, 7-7, seven, yes. seven, yes. seven, <laughs> <six>, 6-1. <laughs> And yeah, that six one with his hair, like we were talking the other day, because I really don't think Carson Edwards is six one. No, no, not. no way. No, it's it, he is. He's very little, but he's he's long. I didn't realize he had a six foot six wingspan like, until, like I said, I was watching their game the other day, and he has a six foot six wingspan. Yeah, but his strength. I mean, he's he's a strong player. His on ball defense is what they're talking about now too, which I never really saw much at Purdue. I mean, he was looked at the guy to score, so he didn't want to have to defend. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, a couple other guys that I've seen. I mean, I, I brought up uh, Nikhil Alexander. Uh, was it Alexander Walker? Is that what it is? The kid that went to Virginia Tech, the place for the Pelicans. Yeah. I thought who is it, Ray? Who is it? You say you thought was playing pretty well for the Pelicans as well? Jackson Hayes. Yeah, Jackson yeah, Hayes. So. He has. A, he's had a couple poster dunks on yeah. people and blocks. So yeah. I was at I was at Ole Miss uh, at the Kermit Davis radio show. We went down there. A uh, guy I used to work for. He, he took. Us and uh, some of the assistants um, that worked for him down there back in March, and he, he was, I guess Texas was playing Texas Tech, and I think Jackson Hayes was going to be was going to go to MTSU, and I don't know something happened to where he either got hurt or maybe he grew some, but he was about to commit, and then he was telling me the story, then somehow he just blew up, and then he obviously went to Texas. So He's got good genes. Yes. Kermit, Kermit Davis told you the story? Yes. That's pretty cool to hear. Yeah. It, I mean, some of the pictures, I don't know if I told you, but he was posting some pictures from when he was down there. Dude, it was it was cool, all the stuff he was getting to do. I mean, he was at their practice and stuff. Yeah, I think you was, showed me. I might have, yeah. yeah. It was it was pretty cool. I mean, it's he eats that stuff up like we do, mm-hmm. like the behind-the-scenes right. stuff and like going to watch practices and everything. Well, yeah. Seeing the structure. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Who was some of the guys that, that you all have, have liked watching, though? I would say a couple of homegrown favorites. Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley has – that's not even Chewing. being biased. Tony mm-hmm. Bradley has been playing out of his mind. Yeah. He's been playing really well. I just kept thinking, man, if he was stuck around a little bit, that would have been fun to see. And I knew going into it he was going to be a project, but – I really think the two guys that you're going to say are you're really not being biased when you say it. Kobe White, but, yeah, because yeah. Kobe White's been playing really well as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a shot that he did the other day. He did like a Euro jump shot. Yeah, did you see that shot he hit? It was yes. a, it was like the, their first game in Vegas, I think. He was driving baseline. And he took a step in and then just stepped back, and it was weird. Like you don't see that shot very often, and it was. But it went – it's nice. See, I told you with him, the speed of the game won't affect him at all. He'll be able to score the NBA level. I'm worried about him defending elite-level point guards. Like, I can see Dane dropping 60 on him. So, it's like he's going to have to score 40 to negate that 60 and then hope that CJ doesn't do anything. But a couple of guys who surprised me who I've been thinking have been playing well, Matt Costello. You remember Matt Costello from uh, Michigan State? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. averaging 15 and 8 right wow. now. Wow. That, that <laughs> shocked me whenever I saw that. Um, Duncan Robinson for the, the kid Heat. from uh, Michigan. From Michigan. He's not been playing bad. I mean, him and Hero, to me, are a similar type of player. I think Hero or Hero, however you want to say it, is the better player. Um, but that was somewhat surprising to me. Frank Jackson's been going ham. Yeah, he had 30 mm. the other night. He's averaging 30 because he only played that one game. Yeah, I was going to say he had 30. That's why I, that's, I was trying to give him credit saying he had 30 the other night. Well, I was trying to make it sound even better. We already mentioned Knox, and with Knox, you got Alonzo Trier, who's been playing really well. Another guy who surprised me, Emil Jefferson. Emil Jefferson has been doing pretty well. The one that played well. for Duke? Yeah. 
And then he transferred, right? No, he played at Duke. He stayed at Duke and then who got am I, drafted. Who am I thinking of? Who was the guy that played for Duke and then transferred, and then he ended up going and playing, and now he plays baseball? I don't know that. The, he was one of the – he was a higher recruit. Do you remember what I'm talking Tim about? Tim Tebow. No, he still pitches now. He was, he was like maybe early. He went like, to play baseball. He a, yeah, he plays baseball now. He's I think he's in the major leagues. Like or the high. Uh, well, you got your boy Greg Paulus who went and no, played football, football yeah, for Syracuse. Syracuse. Uh, the guy I was thinking of, by the way, was Chris Clemens. That was the guy that I couldn't think of that's been playing well in the summer league. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, he's he, that, that, that was the one that that was the leading scorer in college basketball last year. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, he averaged uh, last year per game. He averaged thirty point one points a game. Yeah, and shot forty five percent from the field and thirty six from three. And he's almost averaging that in the summer league. He's yeah, been he's, killing it. The times I've watched, he's played really well. He's also averaging over a block per game at five foot two. That's pretty decent. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Um, Rui Hachimura has been playing mm-hmm. well. Lonnie Walker has been playing well. I love Lonnie Walker. Shout out to your Sacramento Kings, Kyle Guy and Wenyan Gabriel. Kyle Guy oh, has gosh. been has been playing out of his mind, man. Like for how low he's been, he was drafted, like in how like very low a lot of people were on him. I think we recognize him because we watch the ACC so much. Well, yeah, that's an indie kid. I watched him in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like so many more, he's too small. He's not going to be able to guard his position. He's not going to be able to get a shot off. He's, I mean, granted, it's just summer league, but how well he's played already. He's been probably the best player that Sacramento's had in the summer league. I look at him as like a Malcolm Brogdon, though. He's not going to hurt you ever. Like mm-hmm. He's always going to play hard. He's going to average a decent amount of rebounds. He's going to knock down the open shot. He actually can create a shot maybe a little bit better than what Brogdon originally could coming yeah. out of Virginia. But now Brogdon's a force to be reckoned with. He just signed a good-sized contract. So hopefully God I, can do the same thing. We didn't talk that much about it, but I love that fit in Indy, really. I think yeah. I know they signed him to a big contract, but I like what Indy was doing. Well, anybody who got Brogdon, it's a good fit. Because yeah. Brogdon can play any type of basketball you need. I mean, he played slow down ball at Virginia, but obviously at Milwaukee, you know, their their pace of play with Boone and Holzer was a little bit higher. Um, last ones for you, though. Anthony Simons, he's been doing really well. The two that are not people that maybe everybody will recognize, Iggy Brasdegas from Michigan. I knew you were going to bring him up. I was I, that's, him that's, your, that's your time. dude, man. Yeah. And he has been playing really well. Smooth, man. I love Iggy's game. And then uh, Amir Coffey from Minnesota. You know, undrafted, ended up signing a two-way contract. But I watched him again last night. He's been playing really well, too. So I don't want to skip past Anthony Simons because, I I mean, I like that kid and I followed him just because he was committed to Louisville. Right. I mean, think about how, better, how much better that team would have been last season if we had him and Romeo. Because, I mean, Romeo was very high on Louisville and then chose Indiana because of the FBI stuff. Yeah. Is what every, is pretty much what his family came out and said, that, yeah, we're not considering them anymore because the FBI stuff. Well, what if Brian Bowen stayed two years and was there too? But I'm saying we had we we at least had Anthony Simons. and well, Anthony had Simons, Bowen too. Yeah, but Bowen is a different story. <laughs> Bowen was the reason the FBI stuff came up. Correct. Bowen's been playing decent. I mean, he's, his shooting percentage is ridiculous. And here's the thing, man. I honestly kind of believe him that he didn't know anything about it. I think it was all of his dad. Well, I, I, I think he might have known something. But I, I'm sure there was – he wasn't handling all that business, yeah. I think it was – I did you know much about it? I mean, No, I, I mean – The the thing was is he said that I didn't know anything that was going on. Kind of the Cam Newton thing mm-hmm. where he said it was all my dad and all that stuff. But – after Cam Newton kind of skated away with it and didn't get in trouble, the NCAA changed the rules. Like, it doesn't matter. Even if you didn't know about it, the player's still going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And 
So, I mean, I don't know. Did, uh, NC, speaking about that, did you see NC State got their notice of allegations the other day? No. Yes, yeah, they did. They got yeah. their notice of allegations. And for from, Dennis Smith, right? Yeah, they're they're going to get hammered. Mm-hmm. And I, they haven't said who the they, the guy that was. Is that Godfrey era, though? Yeah. Yes, because he's at Cal State Northridge now, right? He's definitely not at NC State. Yeah. Yeah. But they were saying. Uh, so they got a good replacement anyways. It worked out for them. You talking about their coach at NC yeah. State? Yeah. Um, but they were saying that the guy that was coming out that said that was going to give out the notice of allegations said that you don't want to be the first two teams. That was his direct quote. So NC State is either they're going to get hammered really bad. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, he may have just been saying that to blow smoke to get people scared, or he really meant it and NC State's about to take a huge hammer. I, to me, I don't understand how LSU was allowed to play last year and all that stuff with all the stuff they had on recording. I have a feeling – I mean, I don't know who's going to be the next on the recording, but I feel like it's going to be either Arizona, LSU, Kansas, and, I, and or maybe Auburn. I feel like it's going to be one of those four. That would be one of the – that would be the next one to come out. Yeah. I can see Kansas. Kansas, yeah, I feel like can I feel like the Bill Selfair is coming to an end pretty soon in, in Kansas. I feel like the stuff's going to start coming out about him that he ain't going to be around a coach yeah. in college basketball. I don't want to make any accusations about, on anybody, but it's tough to watch all that. Go here's on. a here's a question though, and I want both of you all to answer about this that yeah. that was brought up on the radio the other day. It so do they just automatically think that it was proven that Kansas offered Zion Williamson money? Do they just think that Duke didn't give him anything and he just went to Duke? I mean, that, that, to me, that's kind of odd that they wouldn't investigate that more. Well, and then for what – again, I'm a nobody. I've, I have Nobody told me what they heard. But from what I've heard, I guess just in reading, is that the move to Duke, like apparently the Kentucky staff thought it was Clemson because it was, it was Kentucky for a while. Then it was Kansas. Kansas. And then it was Clemson. Then Clemson up until – then Duke was – Really late. Yeah, because when when I turned it on, I think it might have been the night you came over actually to, to Jeremy's. The 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 commitment was coming on, and Jeremy's like, "Oh, I don't want to watch this. He's mm-hmm. going to go to Clemson." Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, "I just want to watch and see where he goes." Yeah. And then he committed to Duke, and I changed the channel. He was like, "No, turn it back, turn it back." I said, <laughs> "No." But yeah, it's it's weird, man. Like to me, it's it felt really weird that they didn't investigate anybody else after they pretty much proved that Kansas offered him money. I bet you they did. I mean, you, you don't think they did any investigating? They, it's Mike Krzyzewski. They let that dude do whatever he wants. No, I disagree. I think Coach K probably goes by the book more than what most people do. Uh, I think there's anybody – you can get a violation on pretty much anything anymore. I, I think what it might have been – you know how we were talking about NBA players recruiting each other? <coughs> I think Cam and uh, – RJ. RJ and Trey. I think Trey might have been the one who really put the icing on top of the cake. But you, that's the thing, though. You don't think that they were doing that the entire time? Like, what made the difference at the very end? The very, yeah, like what made what, what made that difference to where, like, well, think everyone... Well, they played at McDonald's all together, right? They played at the Under Armour thing all together. So that's the last second. That's what changed. So EJ Montgomery was supposed to be a Duke lean. Yeah. And he... Well, they talked about Vandy, too, and... yeah. And so he, him at the McDonald's game is what he was like, I'm just not jiving with those dudes, yeah. and basically ended up in Kentucky. So, I mean. What you do once he didn't get to play. That's, that's <laughs> definitely true. Who knows? He, 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 he might have. Yeah, Jack White's man. Yeah, and Marcus Bolden. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did not know went to the NBA. He was playing for Cleveland the yes. other day. Yeah. Well, we didn't have to mention that. Yeah. 
I'll tell you this. He he was playing harder in the four minutes that I watched him play than I feel like he ever did at Duke. Maybe he's just healthy for the first time. But it, like Hopefully he was, that lasts for a while. He was running up and down the floor. Game. He was he was going after rebounds. He was, I mean, he was trying to make a spot. Yeah, but that's the thing about him. His career was always he hustled, but he was always in foul trouble or injured. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's a tough place to be. And he played a lot. He played behind some really good pretty players, good people, yeah. <laughs> which in practice is going to make you a much better player. Yeah, I mean, I'd take that. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of those players. It's crazy because you think back to when they were in college and. They were really good college players, and now they're playing good in this. I, I wonder how much of it will translate, and actually these guys will get contracts. They're talking about that Clemens kid was – they had an interview with him. They said he's pretty much going to get a contract. They said – Two-way uh, deal. It'll probably all be two-way deals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't say it in that, but that's what you would most likely think mm-hmm. it would be. Yeah. One thing about who he's playing for. I mean, Houston, that's his style written all over it. Yeah. Knock down the three, be able to drive, draw a dish. Yeah. And Westbrook's going to play a lot of minutes unless he gets hurt. I mean, they, uh, who's their backup now? I don't know. But the, uh, Carson but Edwards, they said the, ex- they said the same guard, thing. Right. That that, uh, that Carson Edwards was pretty much there saying he's going to get a contract too, which I thought they got to steal with where they got him anyway. Yeah. I, I like To me, Carson Edwards is – I said it in that draft write-up. I felt like Carson Edwards is an NBA player because, like you were saying earlier, he can shoot the ball. He's a scorer. He's well, he not can create he's not, his own shots. Not yeah. only that, he can shoot it. He doesn't need somebody else to facilitate. He can get his. Yeah, I th- he's going to be a great bench player for that for that Celtics team. I think he's going to play a lot this year. To be honest with you, yeah. I look at him as a prototypical six man. Come in, get his fair share of shots up. He's going to have some nights when he shoots it really well, but he's going to bring en- energy every night. Yeah, but speaking of what we were just saying, Westbrook got traded for, uh, like, your kids, I think, about your kids' classmates. The Washer, Marshall, like, yeah. the <laughs> He got traded for a lot of draft picks, which Double I have. Cheeseburger. I, I saved the picture, by the way. Yeah. Have you seen all of the picks that Oklahoma City has now? Yeah, I posted this. No, nuts. No, I was. it was sent to me by someone else. You just may have posted it. and look at my page. You may have posted it, but, but it was sent to me by someone else. This is my question to you. Why did they trade the rights to the drafts? Because that hurts Houston. Because OKC is going to get... So they'll get picks for... They'll get in the lottery twice then, instead of having to take what Houston would take. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying if you're OKC, you got rid of a late player, I mean Westbrook... And then you traded them picks, and then now you're swapping your picks for their picks. And Houston is expected to do good. So now your picks that you had just became even worse. And then any picks that you, you know what I'm saying, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. To me, that was just like what they had to do to make that deal happen. For who? You didn't make sense for, for OKC? OKC? Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying now. Of course. So the picks that this is, I mean, this may be the one that you shared, but this was sent to me by somebody else. Yeah. So they have their own picks, and they have Denver's picks in 2020. First round, by the way. These are all first-round picks that I'm about to mention. Right. Uh, they, have their own, they have their own picks in 2020, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, obviously, because they haven't traded them. But they have Denver's picks in 2020, Miami's picks in 21, the Clippers' picks in 22, Heat picks in 23, Clippers' picks in 24, Rockets' picks in 24, um, Clippers and Houston picks in 26. That's so many draft picks. Like, they're pretty much doing what Boston did to build themselves. Hmm. If they draft correctly. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they drafted correctly in the past. 
I mean, you have three of the best players in the NBA to play for him at one point. I didn't, they didn't keep him, but they, they obviously <laughs> did well and drafted him in the past. Here's here's my one, and I think obviously it was a, a great deal for both sides. But if you don't draft well, or I mean, those picks that you let's see, I got it right. Um, Clippers, Miami, Houston. I don't really know about Miami, but you would think with the trade with the both recent trades, those picks are going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And should be. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, man. Think about the draft here recently. How many great players have come? Like Kawhi went number 15. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, not too, but he went the right there at the end of the lottery. Yeah. I mean, you have players. I mean, Mitchell Robinson's one you mentioned. Yep. Mitchell Robinson went in the second round. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of picks. So, to me, if you can stockpile those picks, I mean. You just need one or two guys. Exactly. Yeah. You, well, I think it's changed, though, so I think people need to understand, instead of trying to draft the position they're needing, to go with the best available player. Yeah. Like, take a guy who they think they can mold into something special. Look at Jackson Hayes. Like, before this season, it was like you said. He, at one point in time, he was supposed to go to MTSU, and that was an upgrade for him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he started playing basketball until his sophomore year or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, man, now look at him. He's, you know elite-level player in the mm-hmm. NBA, potentially. You just got to make the right move as far as what the future is for a player instead of going off of what fits best for you. Yeah. So, you uh, – no, there's BJ tagging me on Facebook, showing that he posted it. I didn't say you didn't post it. Well, I'm just saying that's like not it. the one that I – he has the one that you have up there. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's his problem. That's the one – yeah. I I was saying John sent that to me. I, I, I know you because you posted – yeah, John sent it to me in a text message earlier. I just hadn't seen it. Yeah. Didn't say you didn't post it. I'm saying it's you not the one I that I saw. It. I didn't say that. I heard it. So and it's documented. So you here. you just you gave who you who do you who do you think won the trade or do you think the trade was a, was good for both teams or do you think one team lost? I think the way that you look at NBA trades is who got the best players who won the trade. Now, with that being said, if OKC drafts correctly, then by far they're in a rebuilding, retooling stage. They're yeah. in a much better situation. I genuinely do not believe that Houston will be the number one team in the West this year. No. I'm not saying they couldn't come out of the West, but I don't see that happening. Um, I think if they run into the Clippers, based on what the Clippers lineup is currently in the NBA Finals of the Western Conference, I just don't see it working out for them. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go both teams did what they thought was best for them. OKC, I think – Call me crazy, but I think OKC is going to get some more picks in this because I think they're going to try to move Chris Paul. So yeah. if mm-hmm. somebody takes Chris Paul, they're going to get picks in return. They're not so, going to get a player. So you think they'll try to flip Chris Paul, or do you think they'll buy his contract out? Or I think they're definitely going to try to flip him, but there is who's a going to Who's going to yeah. take him? That's, the, that's the biggest him. thing, man, is well, who's going to take him. Everybody knows that OKC doesn't want him on the roster this year now. So now everybody who has interest in him, they go, hey, do a buyout with him. We'll sign him for veteran men. You know, he's probably not playing for better. If he gets but. bought out, you can go ahead and put it in, take this to the bank. He goes to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You like, I, yeah. I would be willing to bet any amount of money yep. if he gets bought out, he will go to the Lakers. Like, I mean, with how close to friends he is with LeBron, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, and then I, I sign Melo too. And I do, I do, I can't. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got if if they buy out his contract, they will get Carmelo and Chris Paul for veteran minimums and. Mm-hmm. To me, I, like I don't like Chris Paul. I never have liked Chris Paul. Right. But if you could take Chris Paul and start him on that when he's not one, yeah, yeah. Him and Rondo. I mean, that's a good option to have, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And it's, neither of them are a selfish player. 
and you know he's ring you know he's ring chasing now because that's what he did to go to Houston Mm -hmm. if he can stay healthy yeah and and that's the thing with it. If you get him for veteran minimum in L.A., it's not a chance you're really like, okay, he gets hurt, that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, they'll do exactly what they did to Wayne Wade. Right. Okay. It didn't work out. We'll trade you. We'll trade you to Miami, let you retire where you want to, where you want to retire. Mm-hmm. That's fine with us. And where to, does CP3 want to retire? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Is on a, on a banana boat in the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So state farm commercials. So you say you think Oklahoma City won train? Would yeah, and and going off of what BJ was saying, if they, I don't think they're, I don't think they're any still. They might be close to the LA teams. I don't see them beating beating them in a seven game series. So did they really? Yeah, they're better, but did they improve their seed? At the, are they just That's how they the thing are with the Western Conference? Man, I think there's legitimately four, maybe five teams that could come out of the West. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, the Clippers would be the head up there. If Clay gets healthy, you have to keep the Warriors yeah. in there. Uh, I think Utah has done yep. nothing but get themselves better. I'm not saying that Denver. one's in order. Denver's up there. there. Nobody's talking about. No. Like, weren't Portland. they the one seed last year? Yes. Yeah. And then you got Portland. And I think. they're all young, too. Mm-hmm. Portland and – I mean, that's six teams I his name. There's Portland and Houston. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's legitimately six teams that if one of them came out, you'd be like, okay, yeah. I think Spurs are on the edge of that, too. Yeah. Like, I, I think teams who are struggling to make the playoffs next year, that's what, interesting. That's why I was like – Everyone knows that I love LeBron, but like, I was so happy to see Kawhi go somewhere else because it it balances the powers, and we haven't oh, seen this great. in forever. The NBA is so going to be good. so great next year because mm-hmm. there's going to be so many good duos. Like, there, I saw a post that was just like, you know, you got Kawhi and Paul George, you got LeBron and AD, you got uh, Harden and, and Westbrook. Um, I mean, no, I'm Irving and Durant, but that's Eastern. Yeah, Thomas and then. All those guys in Philly. And that's the thing. The, East, the, the NBA as a whole is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Because you got – and I'm also glad that because they did they do the draft in the All-Star game now too because you're still going to be mixing these teams up instead of having East versus West because the West is going to be loaded again. Yeah. And the East is going to have really good players and they're going to have probably – I'd say over there the East will probably have, what, three, four teams that – would contend for the East. Milwaukee, Toronto won't be terrible. Sixers. I think Toronto's going to. I think yeah, Toronto's going to take a huge dip. I think I, Orlando will be better. Uh, yeah. So Milwaukee, Philly, uh, who? Boston, I think Boston's still up there Brooklyn, too. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. But I see. I, I can't throw Brooklyn up there yet because KD won't yeah. play. They won't contend for the regular season. They'll make but the, in the playoffs. Season, yeah. I think they'll be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They won't contend for a one seat, but they'll, yeah. they'll probably be six. Yeah, uh, who's the team I was just thinking of? That uh, the Pacers. If Old Depot yeah. comes back, I yep. think they can make a, a make some noise in the Eastern. I don't Conference. think the Pacers did. I think the Brogdon pickup is a good pickup, but I think overall they lost a lot of pieces. I think Bogdanovich was. A yeah, great that is. A, I forgot about Bogdanovich going to Utah. That he's been that, around the block. That made, I mean, that made at, Utah a lot better, man. He was at Brooklyn. He was at Washington. He was at Indiana. Now he's at Utah. I mean, I, I look at him and Joe Ingles as a similar style of player, and to have those two options, Bogdanovich is a much better offensive player yeah. than Ingles. Ingles is a much better defensive player, but it'll be fun to see. Hey, I wonder who's, who you think is going to start for them. Do you think it's going to be Bogdanovich <sighs> over Ingles and bring Ingles out the bench? Because I, I think offensive firepower in your first unit. You know, you got Conley, you got Donovan. I mean, Gobert is not an offensive weapon, but you can screen and roll. Um, I, I would put Bogdanovich coming off the bench. 
Who's so? Who would you play at the four now? Um, is uh, what's their? Uh, they're going to lose. They're going to lose favors, right? Because I think they kind of have to with getting that Conley contract. I don't know. I think they have to cut favors. If because they cut favors, that'd be surprising. To me. I think they kind of have to, or, or I think he might be a free agent. Makes I don't know. a lot of money. I know that they may just be one of those things where they're not matching. And that, that's something I have to look in for sure. But I think they have to let him. Crowder's go. gone. Yeah, and so is I mean they lost a lot. They traded away a lot of players, but I feel Rubio's like they did get yeah. Which Rubio went to what Phoenix? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Or Rubio like, never panned out to be what they thought he was going to be. Spain prodigy. Yeah, I remember seeing him in the Olympics for the first time. I was like, this kid is going to be really good. He's his, quick. His IQ was there. His jump shot was trash. Yeah, yeah. His tattoos are trash. Yeah. I can't really argue with that. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> You tried to. No, I, I thought about it. I didn't try to. I thought about it. I was like, no, nah, it's not worth it. It's not really worth it. But, I mean, if you ask me, um, I would say OKC won the trade. Yeah. Even though, like you said, if we're talking just right now, absolutely, absolutely Houston won the trade because they got the way better player. But I think the potential with how many picks they're going to get, I, I think they could – they can load up. They have so many picks, just like I read off. It's going to be nuts in the next couple of years. And I just think it made sense for both teams, surprisingly yeah. enough. It's one of those few picks that – or few trades that, okay, OKC is definitely trying to retool. Houston is definitely trying to win now. Houston watched what happened to Golden State in the offseason. They think they've got a chance. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Favors is going to the Pelicans. Who's oh, traded I, to the yeah, Pelicans? I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. he was gone. Yeah, man. So that hurts. I, I, like I almost said that. I felt like he was gone to the Pelicans, mm-hmm. but I because they got him. They got that that foreign guy too. Is what that had been playing well, and um, I believe is in the Spanish league that he'd been playing well. And then they got somebody else the other day that was pretty good as a big man, and they just signed him for nothing. But then we also forgot you shared that thing earlier. I'll give you credit on that one mm. about Tyson Chandler signing with the Heat or with the Rockets. Rockets, which I think could be good. I, I, he, I know we were talking about before that he didn't play well last year, but I think he could play really well. Locker that, room guy. Yeah, maybe it's me, but did anyone have a faster demise than DeAndre Jordan? Um. Well, his free throw percentage increased. There <laughs> we go. Let's look at the positives here. Well, and Jordan. he was actually third in the league in yes, rebounds. Yes, I, I know service. someone that had a faster demise than DeAndre Jordan. He doesn't play now, but Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Gil. Gilbert Arenas was non-gun related. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, where is DeAndre Jordan go? He was with the Mavericks. He decided with Brooklyn. That's right. Uh, and I was like, man, I haven't heard anything from so, him in I mean, three years. You may get a resurgence from him now because now he's taking that third that third role. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, he may be able to just, hey, I'm garbage man. I'm just going to yeah. do whatever I want. They, I think they had a problem with him in Dallas. I don't know what it was, but I don't think he wanted to be there. I don't think. And, and that was his home. And in New York. Well, New York, they were trying to breed. You know, they had Cantor. They got rid of Cantor. Then they were trying to get Mitchell Robinson ready. So I kind of understand that in New York. Nobody wants to be in New York. They lose every night. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, DSJ wants to be there. I mean, heck, he's he wants to play all the time. Yeah, because he likes to lose. I guess. <laughs> That's why he went to NC State instead of Louisville. Yeah. Hmm. But, hey, I'm, at this point, I'm very glad that he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys weren't paying enough money. That's yeah. what it was. I mean, we were the final two, apparently. It was us and NC State, and he chose NC State. And it was like, 
Are you serious? He saw Catino uh, Catini and said, you all couldn't mm-hmm. do any better, bro. Catino Mobley? For real. <laughs> oh, speaking of Catino Mobley, back on the basketball card thing yeah. again. I, I was watching. played against him. Yeah, I was watching some basketball card packs being opened again today. Yeah. Because I'm a nerd. You were watching videos of people opening basketball card packs. Yeah, I've already admitted to this last episode. I told you that I watched people do this. Yeah. I, and I admitted to being a nerd for doing this. But they pulled a Catino Mobley uh, jersey autograph card today. That'd be pretty cool. It was like numbered to like 10 or something, too. I was like, that's pretty legit. Probably not worth that much money. No, nah, but Houston? I, uh, it was when he was with the Clippers. I thought maybe it was a big Or no, it was, it was a Houston one. I'm sorry. Because he started with the Clippers, right? Navy jersey? I don't remember what color jersey it was. It might have just been white. If it was a Navy mm-hmm. one, that's kind of cool to me. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've seen some cool cards pulled out of there. And the, well, if you're watching our videos, I hope so. <laughs> well, no. See, what these are is... So, the, the things that they do now is, like, you can pay to get a certain team. And they'll open... Oh, yeah. yeah, so you pay to get a certain team in the NBA. Or they'll just randomize whatever team you get. Yeah. So, when they open these boxes, it doesn't matter if you get 15 cards or you get zero. So, you have a chance to get zero. So, they'll open an entire case of these cards. And a lot of these cases will have... Like, I've seen Larry Bird autographs number to 10. Like just cards that they'll have in these and if you get the Celtics and they pull out a Larry Bird you get that card right so I mean you could you have the potential like there was a so Luka nobody's choosing Toronto nobody's choosing New Orleans that's why they nobody's ran them no why wouldn't you choose that because you get a Trace McGrady autograph from when he was wearing a Raptors jersey anything I mean you, you just could, name one name Vince Carter Vince Carter Stoudemire why would you name Damon Stoudemire before Kawhi Leonard these are still last year's cards so you would get a Kawhi Leonard card from when he played for Toronto mm. I think I'll pass, but I appreciate the offer. So, I, I haven't done this, but I'm saying that's the ones I watch is people and be like, oh, yeah, so, like, they drew a Doncic's card number 25 jersey autograph. That thing's probably worth two or three grand easily because his, his cards are worth so much money. Right. It's, you're it's, it's nuts, like, how much. What's the Euro market like in uh, basketball cards? I don't know. Decent. I haven't tried to sell to any of them. <laughs> I haven't tried to sell. But. We have Ray on here. We haven't even talked about what he's doing. No, not yet. No, not Unless at all. he's trading basketball cards or watching people uh, open videos of them. I think I might go in my parents' closet tomorrow and find mine just to, you, you know. Go find them, bro. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun again. Mm-hmm. And DJ have been doing it here lately. And DJ, he got a uh, Donovan Mitchell jersey card today. Ooh. I was like, nice. And he sent me a, he was like, check out this card. And I was like, cool, man. It's Devontae Graham. That's a cool autograph. It's cool in guard, but it's Devontae Graham. Hey, he's been playing well in summer league, it's, too. Yeah. It, hey, I don't... I got a... Uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, the one that played for Kansas, Frank... Mason. Frank Mason. I got yeah. Frank Mason autographed the other day. I almost threw it out the window. Hmm. I was like, all this dude does is dance on the King's bench. Oh, and Bam Adebayo went. I was like, cool, man. BJK to autograph the other day. That's probably worth more than the Frank Mason one. Which maybe is. he's got better hair than you. On the black market. But yeah, he definitely has better. Who doesn't? I mean, you can name Tyson Chandler's got. I'm going to have better hair than you in a month. No. When I cut my hair into a mullet. Not true. Oh, it's going to be great. I was thinking about this. I think you know you talk about bleaching it. I think you should. No, I didn't talk about bleaching. Blue. I said someone told me that I should. Well, it sounded like the the tone of your voice through I text, text message. I texted yeah, you and said this woman voice. that I work with says I should bleach That's my mouth. Sounded as if you were like, "Hey, I'm bringing back NSYNC era." NSYNC didn't have a mullet. Nobody in NSYNC had a mullet. Probably not. I don't think anybody really wants a mullet, do they? But I'm just saying bleach hair. I think what you should do instead is go red, white, and blue. No. Yeah. 
now. Definitely. Once we get a thousand likes, shares, and that comments not, on that you post. You can get a million likes no, on that no. post. I'm uh, whatever. I'm yeah. not cutting my facial hair into whatever you want me to do. You saw a couple of them. You liked a couple no, of them. No, I sure. did not. You liked it as our podcast. I did not like any of those. I want everyone to know that. That's why I've been completely silent on that because I want it to be as far away from a thousand likes as possible and a thousand comments or whatever. I haven't commented at all. No. Because I don't want it to be close to it at all. I'm not saying no. I said one thing on there. Yeah, this is not going to happen. That's the only thing I'm saying on there. Just remember, I'm getting it to a thousand. And when it happens, you can't share it every day and say all oh, this counts as a thousand. I didn't hear the rules before we did it. You made the rules, I guess. I can comment A B C D E F G. That's what's going to happen. Well, yeah. allegedly. So that's two. So, for those of you who don't know Ray, Ray, give him a little bit of backstory about how we met. I kind of said it a little bit, but... Yeah, so I was a uh, lost soul. Um, and then <laughs> we met because I ended up going to Portland Christian. And, uh, I, yeah, we played basketball together, became really good friends. He ended up introducing me to my wife, who tried to come tonight, but felt like I was, she was going to judge me a little too much. So, um, yeah. I, and she's probably not going to listen to this far in the episode, so I feel like I can say that. But Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, 2006, 2007. Yeah. That was a long time ago, was. Man. It was. So we went on from there. You played another year because you were a year behind me. Mm-hmm. I went to UPS. You went and played college basketball for a year. Yep. And then you came to UPS, and I pulled some strings, got you on my ramp, and we yes. got on the same crew, which mm-hmm. was amazing because you moved up in the time. He moved up to the time that he should not have been up because he just started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of lot of peop- upset people trying to become uh, – was it – no, it was the crews. They wasn't even supervisors yet. Just moving up to that, that type of Because you started gotcha. at like 11 or something with us. Or 11.30, and you were yeah. supposed to start at midnight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I got pulled some strings and got him on my crew. <laughs> Bunch of yeah. salty individuals. Yeah. yeah, there were some people oh, yeah. that were a little upset about it. Yeah. We were like, we needed a person. <laughs> They're probably still there. Yeah, they probably. Are. Probably yeah. still mad about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guarantee that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. We, won't go, <laughs> we could talk for hours about the saltiness at that place, man. Yeah. But uh, we worked together there for. I was there for another five and a half years, I guess it was. Or how long were you there? No, you were. Let's see, I was there only four years, so you were there probably another year and a half or two years. Yeah, because you you it's only like, a low difference yeah. between five yeah. years. So you left year. you, <laughs> during that time though. He was going to school, working on teaching and stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. you were subbing a little bit at Borden. Yes. Is that right? Or were, yes, I forgot about that. Yes, you I was a little bit at Borden. Yeah. And then uh, so out of nowhere, one day he comes to me. He's like, "Yeah, man, I think we're moving to Tennessee." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, we're moving to Tennessee. Her parents are moving to Tennessee." And I was like. Awesome, man. And like this is like the fourth time I've seen him since he's moved down yeah. there. <laughs> Great state of Tennessee. Huh? Yes, yes. So you moved down there and... Um, Did you just cry? Are you okay? No, I was just thinking. I'm trying to think I if we were, we were coaching <laughs> at the Very same time, I guess. No, you... Because I stopped coaching and you went down there and you started coaching the year after. I yes, did. yeah. So he started coaching. So mm-hmm. where'd, you, where'd you go the first time? So yeah, and the move to, to Tennessee was really... Uh, so I had I had a bachelor's degree from IU Southeast uh, in journalism. So I couldn't really teach in Indiana or Kentucky, but Tennessee offered a transition license program. Wife had when I was in 
in playing at Mid-Continent in Western Kentucky, my girlfriend wife now was at uh, – she moved to Murfreesboro, which at the time and still is one of the fastest-growing counties – that the fastest-growing county in Tennessee and one of the fastest-growing counties in the nation. Um, so we just kind of just wanted to start fresh somewhere and, and somewhere she, I could teach. Kristen always wanted to be back in the South anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely a, a Southern belle, if you will. Um, but so – I was started to apply for, and I, I had no idea what I was doing. I knew I wanted to teach and coach, uh, but I started to uh, apply for many different coaching jobs. Finally, uh, I interviewed with David, Gibbons, David Gibbons, who was at Hume Fog at the time. He uh, said, you know, I'd like for you to come down and interview. Came down and interview, and I think he was just, you know, sympathetic to the fact I drove three hours for an interview and called <laughs> me the next day and, and gave me the job. So, yeah, and that was scary uh, because we kind of told her parents that we were going to move down there, and then and this is just after having your first kid. Yes, as well, because yes. you only had one at this mm-hmm. point. And, yeah, yeah. And then it, everything exploded after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's an interesting choice of words. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so we. Um, wow, how do I recover from that one? <laughs> so we went to. Uh, we moved to Tennessee, um, and I was coaching at Hume Fog, which is kind of like the manual of Tennessee, top 30 high school in the nation, top high school in Tennessee, a lot of smart kids, uh, learned a lot from Coach Gibbons, but I was also subbing every single day in Metro Nashville, which Hume Fog was a really good school, and other schools not so great uh so that was that was very interesting time so would you say the the education i guess in the inner cities of nashville is comparable to the inner cities of kentucky is it worse is it i mean on the same on the same thing or would you say it's better you know it's been a while since i've been in a kentucky public school but I would say they probably deal with the same issues of, you know, having kids in poverty and, and dealing yeah. with those those types of things. A lot of stuff comes out, and I don't want to sound too negative because I, I do love my job as a teacher and coach, but a lot of stuff comes out in Tennessee about how they're the fastest growing or the fastest improving state in the nation. Um, but I'm telling I, you where they were at one point in time. Yes. So kind of uh, worrisome. And I think a lot of it is – like we're kind of just shoving kids through with like graduation, you know, which that's probably goes on everywhere, but I don't know. This definitely isn't a education podcast. We'll need your yeah. brother Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Ryan to come on with. I would love to, would love to talk with him. Cause I, I heard his, when uh, I guess you were out for an episode, but um, so yeah, we, I was there for a year and then Wait, we can't pass that without you telling everybody the cool fact that you told me about what was filmed at that school. Yes, this is actually me, a pretty cool fact. You won't care, BJ, but yeah. this is actually pretty cool. So if you go to YouTube, type in Teardrops on My Guitar, Taylor Swift. She was walking the halls of Hume Fog. Really? Yeah, it's uh, so right there. Legit, right? So, like, I uh, could do some research on Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, that's worth yeah. the time. Yeah, back when she was, you know... Taylor Swift before she yeah. teased was like well, this. Well, yeah. I don't know. I still call her Taylor. So, Hume Fog was, or what it is on Eighth and or it's on Broadway, like Seventh and Eighth and Broadway, and Broadway starts getting crazy around Fifth. Okay. So it's like right there, right 
like a block or two from Bridgestone. So that was that was really cool. So went there, uh, loved working for Coach Givens, and uh, yeah, he's a stand-up family guy. So just to be clear, you were subbing at different at every a different day. school, yes. And coaching at Hume's Yes, Law. and I had to sub every day because we are – so we were living with my in-laws. Um, so we – you know, she was staying at home because I guess she was uh, still watching. We had one with one on the way. And so, you know, most of the times I could get a job at Hume Fogg or National School of Arts, which is where our practice was, or a close school like Antioch. But eventually uh, – you know, I mean, there were some days I was – traveling to North Nashville, which is, you know, kind of rough and different different parts of Nashville. Uh, because, and I had to do that because they gave you, like, an extra, like, 100 bucks bonus if you worked every day for two weeks so straight. So would you so. consider that, like, the West End, like where Shawnee yes. and all that yes. stuff? So yes, That's what you absolutely. consider Nashville? Yes. For North Nashville? Mm-hmm. So what would – so what's the good part of Nashville, I guess, if you can – like, what people consider – the East End in Louisville, like what would you consider that in Nashville? So it's really interesting because Nashville is just absolutely blowing up. So it used to be like the North and East Nashville kind of rougher. North is like Madison area is still kind of rough. East Nashville is like a mixture of all these hipsters moving in, but and like refinishing these houses. That's, so that's like kind of like area. old Louisville here, but yeah, on a different scale like just yeah. i mean Armstown, st matthews yes yeah, yeah. Uh, and in west nashville is like going out towards belmont bandy you keep going you know you're getting into uh some really some really big money and then if you go south you're getting into you probably heard of brentwood oh yeah uh franklin where a lot of the country stars live and all that so uh, speaking of vanderbilt so I, I went to a recruiting thing for my work and met up with ray that was one of the few times that we'd seen each other since he moved and it was on the night it was on a night that Vanderbilt actually played a game, and we went up and bought tickets for twenty bucks. Yeah, set like five rows off the court. Yeah, yep. you told me about that. That's a cool court to watch. It's, yes, it is. The place is really cool, but it, I don't know if you felt that place was so much smaller in person. Oh, yeah. than what it feels yeah. like on TV. You're pretty yeah. far away from the court too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not uh, as close. I mean, it's about the same distance away. Is it? To be honest with you, because I mean, we were really it's elevated, right? So I mean, on one side, the, the other side it wasn't. The yeah. other side it was. So the students stand at face level with the court. That's interesting. That was that was like I loved it. Like that court was so cool to go watch a game at. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how their other stuff is. Their is their football field pretty cool. Have you been to a football game there? I have. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely probably lower tier. Probably one of the worst in the SEC like, as far as far yeah. size wise. But I mean, that's just tough competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, so you, you're coaching at Hume Fog. How long you coached there for a year? Just one year, and would have stayed with Coach Givens for a long time. Uh, but getting a teaching job at Hume Fog is you basically have needed to have probably written about five books. Uh, you know, have a doctor <laughs> degree. So that 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 was wasn't going to happen. I was yeah. a teacher with no uh, teaching background, no experience. Um, you know, at one of the nation's top high schools, it wouldn't happen. So uh, something came open at Warren County. So if you're going uh, from Murfreesboro to Chattanooga, stop somewhere in the middle, kind of where Bonnaroo is. Okay. Uh, really close to, to that. I was there for three years and was really kind of blessed to be going into a situation where uh, I think the morale was, da- morale was down in the program, worked for a really good guy, Coach Sullins there. 
Uh, and it was really neat. I was there for three years, and, you know, I think they were coming off a seven-win season. We went, you know, first year I think we won 10, then the 16. We played uh, Bradley Central in the – which is a pretty good uh, program in Tennessee in the regions. And that was the first time in like 10 years that they had even made it to regions. By the year four, the year that I wasn't there, they beat uh, a team like in Chattanooga, which was in our region – and I think they made it like the second round or third round of regions, which hasn't been done in Warren County history in like 50 years. So it was really cool, like sort of helping build that program. I mainly work with the freshmen there. Uh, but after I was driving 45 minutes uh, there and then 45 minutes back uh, for three years, and Cruz, our oldest, was about to start kindergarten. So we needed to kind of find something different. Uh, something we, we wanted a certain school zone. So I moved different part of Murfreesboro and uh, ended up at Laverne High School. So explain something to me real quick because I don't I don't really know anything outside of like I know Oh shocker uh, there. No, I know I know a lot about high school basketball in the city of or in the state of Kentucky as far as how their stuff is done. He has told me you know, he's told me about. It. So, how does how does Nashville do? Do they have classes? I'm guessing, like Indiana yes. does as well. So it's um, it's really watered down. Uh, my power move was going to be Kentucky high school basketball, just for keeping it all one class, so not confusing. But in football, we have nine different state champions. Wow. So we have six classes. Most, I think that's all. I want to say that's all public school. And then I think there's like three private schools. Oh, so they have private school there. Yes. So, I mean, I they, there's a public and private split. Now, yeah. you, if you're a private and you want to compete with the public schools, you can still do that. Okay. So, you have in basketball, there's uh, single A, double A, triple A. But then there's also Division One, and I'm going to mess this up, but there's Division One private school which i think means you can recruit that's your brentwood academy uh cpa i feel like they were they yeah. were definitely recruiting yeah uh, well yeah. yeah they were uh, somebody they don't recruit very well now because where did their coach end up he was, he's still there he is the he's same still, but, yeah cpa was the one that had Jalen Lindsay. Lindsay. it had uh braxton uh blackwell which is not braxton key the place for uh virginia uh, Tiger Campbell, all three of them were on the same team. Mm-hmm. Or no, Tiger came the year after Jalen Lindsey left. And Tiger was at Lalamere like he, his yes. eighth grade year. No, he was at – we saw him at CPA his eighth grade year. He transferred the next year to Lalamere. Okay. Because that was Black I thought Rose. Tiger was there eighth grade year. No, because well. we, we saw him at the King of the Bluegrass yeah. in his eighth grade year, and he was playing with Braxton Blackwell. Yeah. His ninth grade year, he transferred to Lalamere. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's Division two. I, again, I'm probably messing this up, but one one private school class can recruit one you're not supposed to. But okay. of course, you know. Um, yeah. So, you know so what is like. so what is Memphis East? So Memphis East is an interesting deal because they are double A, but they choose to compete in triple A because their school only has like 400 or 500 kids. So it, it's by total school. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the way it is whatever. in all of them, right? In every state? Indiana, I know. I mean, it's, yeah. but it's all, there's certain things that are change that as well, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you win, whatever, and then you go up, you drop down. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's based on enrollment. And it's always changing, probably like it is yeah. in Indiana also. Yeah, so, what the what is the point in them competing up? They're going on a national scale? Like, they want to win a national title, I'm guessing? So, I believe, I'm probably going to get this wrong, too, but I believe 
they lost the appeal to the TSAA to play a national schedule. Mm. Or I think they could have branched off, but that would have meant they couldn't compete in the state tournament. Right. So that's why they That's why they did not play a national schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why, like, why would you do that to a team? Like, you think of somewhere locally. I mean, you have Trinity who plays mm-hmm. a national schedule, but they're still allowed to play in the state. Like, no, I, I, I knew I was getting wrong. They couldn't play in that Nike hoops end of the, the year thing. The thing at the Wild World of Sports in Orlando. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And why? I mean, why at that point the, the Tennessee State mm-hmm. tournament's already over yep. with. If yep. I'm so, they're going to penalize them the next year, right? That's, something that's like a that, joke, yeah. man. That's yeah, how every state has something stupid like that. Like, if we were talking about total games, you were talking about your team went 17 and 12 or whatever. Oh, yeah, 16 as well, yeah. yeah. Our, our team was 17 and 6. That was, mm-hmm. a, we that was the other way. How many games do they play in Tennessee? You, I know you were only allowed a certain allotment, um, but I'm trying to think of records over the years. And so, I mean, you say you all won, what, 16 games your last year at – at uh, Warren Warren County, yeah. Uh, last year, I believe we won, yeah, around seventeen, eighteen. Um, I would say we probably play around thirty. So you are pretty much on par with Kentucky yes. then when it goes yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. That was one thing. Like Indiana has arguably one of the best basketball histories as far as it goes with high school, but they don't play any games. Yeah, mm-hmm. rules are retarded. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, they should play a lot more games in this state. I mean, even their holiday tournaments are limited and. Travel-wise, you can't play. Like that's yeah. that's why a lot of teams can't play in Kentucky. I mean, yeah. You see some of it, but you only get a certain amount, and then distance from the school, and then all this other stuff it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, we played. I mean, you think like when we played, we played in what three or four tournaments my yeah. senior year. Yeah. And we played the one in Eminence. We played our tournament. We played in the All A. We played in the KCA. Yeah. We played in yeah. my junior year. We made it to the championship in every tournament we played. And that's why we played so many games. See, summer you can pretty much do whatever you want yeah. over here. I mean, there's you know dead periods like there is everywhere else. But I think the other rule that's kind of interesting is I don't think you can play. I know at one point in time you couldn't play eighth graders in Indiana. So that's weird. I yeah. mean, you get seventh graders playing in Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. In Tennessee, you have to be you have to be in the same school. So we have a, a school called Eagleville, which is. Like, all one campus, like, it's K through 12, basically. Okay. So, that's the only school you could play, like, a 7th or 8th grader, or however, I guess you could. So, like, here, like, someone would have to go, like, JCTMS to play at Mayo. Right. Yeah, you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't do a feeder school in Tennessee. It had to be the same, like, or I think it's, like, same campus or something like that. So, they probably don't play very many underage kids there. No, we don't, we don't play any. I've I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess, maybe private school's different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you so you moved from Warren County. You say you went to Laverne. Yeah. And so actually, first let's go back. So Hume Fogg, what age group were you coaching? So I was real. There was a freshman assistant, but something happened. Who was his main assistant? But something happened with his job. So I was really I was his JV coach and then varsity assistant. And then when you went to Warren County, you were coaching. did a little bit of everything. Yeah. Were you the head coach of any of them? No, no. So I helped with freshmen. It, they really had a full staff. Um, and then I got hired on as a teacher first, which normally doesn't happen for coaches. Normally it's like a certain, like, you, okay, you know, a principal goes to the head coach and says, I've got a science opening, I've got an English opening, I've got a social studies opening, you have to find someone who teaches one of those. So I got hired on just as a teacher. I expressed interest to somebody about coaching, and, you know, 
Warren County does not have the greatest basketball history, so they saw, you know, where I was coming from, and they were like, "Well, we, we Coach Sullins, like, we we, we want to get, we want to help him." Who would you compare them to here, as far as a school? Probably Bullock Central or Nelson County. So okay, like yeah. a middle of the road team. Yes, I guess, yes. That like maybe every once in a while would mm-hmm. have a decent team. Yeah, okay. and the difference, and this is part of class ball too. The districts are. A lot smaller. The regions are a lot smaller, so it's. I mean, it's easier to compete. So you, so you go from there to Laverne, and then what age group were you? So I, I coached JV and was a varsity assistant as as well. And that that drive was only like twenty minutes from our new house to. So and then that was uh, worked for Coach Moore there, who uh, is a great coach there, and that's where, I guess he's very was very tight is very tight with Kermit Davis and his staff, so. Uh, that was where that that connection so came that from. That was where, that was when the time when you were going and playing open gyms like in MTSU, right? No, that was just a buddy at church that had some connections. That was and that's yeah. I don't do that anymore. So well, that's, <laughs> that's too many happened. injuries. Yeah. So you were playing on their actual court. Yes. That'd be yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Should yeah. be really tiring at the same time. Yeah. Those lights are. There's a couple spots on that court where it's like I don't know how anybody. Because those lights are so bright. Like, if, if you get, like, the short corner on the right wing on a certain end, I don't know how you see the goal. <laughs> Just the lights right yes. in your face? Yeah. Oh, man. I know yeah. some people shoot better like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not pointing my head or anything in that direction. Right, where, you, where I can't see the <laughs> yeah, rim? Yeah, can't see the rim. What are you talking about? You know, I'll shoot better when the lights are out type of deal. Uh, I shoot the lights out. That's what well, you meant to say. You say it however you want to say it. I'll say it out myself. I don't know. So, so how long were you at Laverne? So I was at Laverne for one year, and Laverne was the school that I was talking to you on the phone one night, and I was telling you about you know there's a, it's foot pretty football heavy, um, but our basketball is pretty good too, and, and the district, the Murfreesboro Rutherford County district, is really loaded, especially in football. But you were like looking at the scores, and you were like, golly, you know y'all are scoring like only forty points a game, and you're holding people. And then we played that Christmas tournament where we played some team from Alabama, good team. Yeah. And you were like. Golly, you beat this team thirty-eight to nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was like value every possession. Whoa, oh, man, man this big is time. like this is like Big Ten basketball. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. Except so, with, so, where was the what school were you at when you had the kid that played football? So that was my last year at Warren County. Uh, Karon Calvert, who is might end up starting for UT. I, I don't follow it a ton, but he was wanted to play basketball at Kansas. He ended up. You know, going to camp, he had, to, and now that I've had one of these surgeries, he had a really good. He was like a middle school all star, like average like thirty seven a game, something ridiculous. Uh, but he, I think after his freshman year, tore one of his ACLs. And then his sophomore year, like tore the other one. So I mean, he was you know really down, and uh, Coach Sullins and the football staff really helped him out. They got him into one of those exposure camps. I think. Jim, I think Michigan might have might have been those one of those satellite camps or something. Yeah. Michigan was there, a bunch of schools there. Media offers, uh, you'll like this. He he told me he was high on Louisville because I remember we talked about yeah. this, and I was like, hey, just let him know, I, <laughs> yeah. he should come here. Yeah, so he he was uh, Louisville was the only school that was going to let him play, maybe or maybe look at him as a defense lineman. But he ended up going with UT, probably smart decision, as he said, as far as his post-football career. Uh, but he got down there, and I think they cleaned up his knee some more, so he redshirted his first season, played a little bit last year, and then I, I don't know. I know a lot of UT fans that I talk to complain about their offensive line, and he doesn't really play a lot, so I think he'll get a shot <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> so 
you you were uh, Laverne one year mm-hmm. and you played like Northwestern in Wisconsin. Yes. yes. MTSU. Everything we do is, was was Kermit based. The Kermit, yeah, it was. It's either Rick Bird or Kermit Davis. There, it's Rick Bird. Who's Rick Bird? Belmont just okay. retired. Yep. I should have known that. Belmont's so it's Belmont big down there oh, with, yeah. with high school coaches. Oh yeah, big time. But big so, what's your opinion of Dylan Windler? I like him a lot. Oh. Uh, that's that we sh- we should have mentioned him. No, yeah. no, he, is he not playing Cleveland. well? No, he's, he's okay. doing all right. Okay, Cleveland drafted him. I was kind right. of disappointed with that. Really, yeah. I think kind of disappointed is a very big understatement. <laughs> yeah, he was really, nice. really upset. Who did you want over him? Anybody? Okay, well, not anybody. I, I think Keldon Johnson, because I heard that was. Would you rather had Keldon? Oh yeah, really? I think Windler's a good player, but I, I think I don't know. We'll, yeah. s- we'll see how it goes. Yeah. hopefully it works out well yeah, for him. Yeah. I understand. And the yeah. Cavs, but. Yeah. But it, the thing about Rick Bird is, like, they only recruit a certain type of kid. They're going to work extremely hard, and they're going to shoot it. It's so, like any time, and I just found out you're a North Carolina fan, so I think they came to Chapel Hill and won a game. But yeah. any time they play a, a major D1 program, they're going to have a shot. Yeah, they, they played Duke pretty close in the tournament, I feel like. Yes. And, yeah. I mean, they end up losing, but mm-hmm. – I felt, yeah, I remember that. I think I picked Belmont to win that game, and they almost did. Mm-hmm. They've got a good young core, too. That big guy impressed me a lot this year. I don't yes. want to mispronounce his name, but, man, he'll yeah. be a force to be reckoned with for a couple of years. Vandy Vandy is not uh, – there's a couple guys that still run some stalling stuff, but Vandy's not very – I don't know if it's, they just weren't very open to high school coaches, but – the thing with Stallings, man, is Stallings kind of reminds me, after he was gone, he reminds me of what you heard about when Petrino was gone from here the, this last time. Yeah. Like, really? Like, people hate Stand Stallings. Offish? Not even that. Like, people hate Stallings. Just think about when he left Pittsburgh. Yeah. I hated him, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, players were – they had, like, four players on scholarship when he left Pittsburgh because the mm-hmm. players hated him. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's all you hear about with him. Yeah, and, it, that with Cam Jones. So what about yeah, what about with uh, with Drew? I mean, is he is he still looked at the same way? And who their coach is, Bryce Drew? No, he got fired. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Who's their coach? Jerry oh, Stackhouse. no, Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, yeah. So oh, a lot of, I forgot about that, yeah. A lot of Vandy fans are optimistic, uh, but at the same time, like – hey, I feel like he got a decent assistant too, didn't he? Yes. I can't think of who it is, but – I think I think you're right. I can't remember who's great assist- to have a great assistant if you don't. No, have like a it was a bit. It was a like an NBA player. Yeah, but I'm saying you can have a great staff if you don't mm-hmm. have the players. Great coaches. And right. I'm still anxious to see what Penny's going to do with that team down there in Memphis. Mm-hmm. With I mean, because I was just thinking that because he has Mike Miller, and on his staff, I'm just anxious to see what he's going to do. Yeah. So so how many at, at these schools outside of the the your kid that went to play for Tennessee? How many of your kids were getting recruited? So. Warren County, we had one, I believe, played. I think he's still at Maryville College. Um, Hume Fogg, we had the, my first year. We had one that went to JUCO, and then another one that maybe played somewhere uh, small in Georgia, but not not a ton. Um, and then Laverne, we were we were. Like, we were middle of the pack in a very competitive district, but we just had a lot. We had eight seniors. They were really good high school players, but not. I think one may be playing Juco somewhere, but not a ton of uh, just D1 talent. You know. So what school were you at this past year? So left Laverne and went took a, a, a middle school job uh, closer to the house. Um, had some really 
really good talent for middle school. I was just going to give it a shot for a couple of years, but we ended up uh, winning the win, winning the county turn or winning the county. Lost in the county tournament to uh, Oakland Middle, and they um, and then we uh, then went to state sectionals and got upset. But it was it was neat because you know they for so long have been known as like the school with like a lot of athletes but had never been able to put it together and we yeah. finally had a group that that could put it together uh so and then wasn't really planning on going back to high school anytime soon coach Givens, who i worked for at hume fog ends up getting the uh, rockville job and rockville is a brand new high school in uh, murfreesboro just outside of murfreesboro and a lot of people in murfreesboro were you know kind of talking about Rockville, Rockville. You know, I want to. I'd sounds I'd love like Thomas to, Nelson. Yeah, that's what it sounds. Like. It sounds I'd a love, lot like Thomas Nelson. I would love to work there. You know, all this stuff. I was like, you know, it'd be cool, but at the same time, I was fine where I was at. Uh, but then Coach Givens reached out, and it was just one of those things where I I, I couldn't say no. It was just too good of opportunity to open the school. Uh, his family and, and my family were really close for that only you know only one year. We still got together every year during the Final Four. And and it was a it was it was a fun time there. So it was like uh, I guess it was kind of like Paul George. You know, you weren't really looking to to leave, and then it's like ah, this is a pretty and good then deal. Kawhi hits you <laughs> on the phone. You're like, hey, I need to get trained. Yeah. So you're gonna be what grade level are you gonna be coaching now? So I'll be back high school in that same district that I was at in Laver- uh, when I was at Laverne. So Ooh, now rivalry there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's every every game's really tight, really competitive. Um, you know, Oakland you've probably heard of. Uh, they won. They went to the state tournament last year. They're they're usually pretty good. Blackman High School has been to like six of the last. I feel like Blackman. I've heard of. Yeah, uh, Jawan Jennings played there. Uh, and I mean, there's some really good programs in that district. So we'll. we'll uh, it's 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 going to be really neat to start a program, help start a program, and kind of build it from the ground up. So you so you are going to completely build from like this is a brand new school, brand like, new school. All the yep. kids have never gone there. This will be the first year, and that's kind of surprising that they're going to have a basketball program the first year the school's even open. So we have as of right now we have one senior that. Uh, went to another school, and you know we've got a couple of guys that played for Riverdale Blackman, but I mean, we kept 24 kids. 13 of them are freshmen, so you know they're gonna they're gonna learn pretty quickly what what it's about before a lot of the other ones. So I mean, what is your outlook? I guess as far I mean, every coach wants to win, mm-hmm. but going into the season, is it kind of we're gonna be realistic with this? We're gonna play a lot of young kids. We're building for the future. Or is it we have these young kids, we still want to win? Yeah. Uh, I still think, and the message to the kids will definitely be, we are not going to give ourselves any excuse. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, you know, it's okay to be, you know, I heard my head coach say one night, we were actually at Belmont, you know, it's okay to be frustrated, you know, as maybe as a stab. Maybe not frustrated, but uh, as long as we're not discouraged and as long as the kids don't get discouraged and as long as they know they're a part of something special. I mean, Rockville is one of – so Murfreesboro's booming at the seams, but Rockville is one of the most – I guess it's, it's very rural, but houses are popping up. I mean, we're going to get – over the next three to four years, we, you know, we Sounds should like be – Sounds like Mount Washington or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, that's pretty exciting. I, I yeah. see where you're coming from. That's, it is pretty exciting to go into something like that. To, mm-hmm. I mean, to start something. Because you're pretty much going to be the basketball program if they have one. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Having 13 freshmen, too, in my opinion, is not a bad thing because I hear some coaches say when you've got kids coming in who learned a different system, you know, they're, call it whatever you want, their mind has been polluted by somebody else's, mm-hmm. you know, philosophy. Right. Now you've got a fresh platform. Now you can teach them your old style of game. Now you can implement that for the future. They can hand that down for generations. Could could be everybody wants to win. It's like you said. Could be a good thing for the future, though. Absolutely. And you could also see – you know, we kept some guys that that didn't play at some other schools, and it's like, okay, the tryouts. You, I could see you have a little bit of talent, but now I know why. You know, yeah, you didn't play there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, consistency too. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes you see some of those kids who have great game, but not showing up on occasions. Right. So right, they learn some of that, and being under leadership like you, I think that'll work out for them. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, it's one of those things also, it's, you, I hate saying it, but the, just trusting the process and knowing yeah. that it's not going to be built in one day. But in a couple of years, you know, it, this is um, the second school that's been built in Rutherford County. I think Stewart's Creek opened in 2013, and I think there's another one planned for So I think every five years there's going to be a new one. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're definitely excited about it. Or you're not going to underwhelm anybody. Expectations right. are low, so yeah. the only thing you can do is exceed those expectations. Mm-hmm. So that's a good seat to be in. <laughs> There's definitely a target, I guess you could say, of like we can't lose to them. You know, the new school with all the freshmen. <laughs> so wow. I've definitely felt that a little bit. So what what kind of what kind of offense do you think, or would you say you guys run like? Who would you compare your all's offense to? So. Coach Givens, when I was with them the first time, we were pretty pretty set heavy. We had a, a motion offense that uh, involved a lot of flare screens. Uh, but like I said, man, like a, a lot of the sets you see Belmont run, Coach Givens, a lot of coaches around there are running that same type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we don't, you know, it, it's one of those things too where we still don't exactly know. You know, we had 24 this summer, and we may with the new school. We may find some guys that can play that didn't, for whatever reason, didn't come to the summer. So you don't exactly know, you know, like right now I can tell you we don't really have a guy um, that we want to throw it to in the post. So let's not have offense that has a traditional I mean, post. Crazy. I mean, you say that. It's kind of like with you. We had Ray, – Ray showed up and we had no idea who he was. Yeah. He didn't play summer league with us, which mm-hmm. actually we didn't play summer league my senior going into my senior year. Why? I have no idea. I hated it that we didn't. That's I, a poor decision. I love JT, and JT was one of my favorite coaches that I've ever had, but that was one thing that I feel like we should have done. I loved I loved summer. Summer basketball was where your team gets close, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yep. That's where you build your, your camaraderie team. We didn't play summer league basketball. We practiced and stuff, but we didn't play. Mm-hmm. Ray was not at any of that. You all didn't have a ton of people to compete against in summer either, I'm saying inside of your practice. We so played. Like your players who are good are just going to keep dominating, and everybody yeah. else isn't going to get any better. See, we when we played summer league, we played over here. At uh, Nolan Fieldhouse. Yeah, I mean, we played you guys. We played teams like Austin, uh, Silver Creek, so Christian Academy. Or yeah, Christian Academy. We oh. didn't play New Albany. We played Jeff's JV team. Yeah, would, they would send their JV team over right. there with guys like Kendall. I mean, they were still really, really good. Aldo. But yeah, they they played. That's who we played against. Right. Um, that's what I'm saying. Playing in practices against each other, yeah. your elite players are just going to keep dominating, and they're not going to get any better because there's no challenge to them. 
your guys who are middle of the pack and lower are not going to get any better because their ego or, or not their ego, their confidence level is all going to go down. Yeah. So I would definitely have summer league games going on. And then here comes Ray just randomly in Save school him. and we're like, who is this dude? <laughs> Save him five games, five, yeah. five win seasons. Yeah, <laughs> huge, huge five win seasons. That was yeah first game of the season. We won't, we won't talk about that. We will talk about it just for the simple fact of if you weren't doing the math earlier – I have four kids, and that first game against Central, just being pressed and turning the ball over and making bad decision after bad decision, that's basically a lot like parenting for me. But I <laughs> <laughs> Man. I, see, I, the, thing that, the thing that I always hang my hat on, though, is I still only had one turnover in that game. Because I didn't handle the ball, so but I did only have one time. He was just in the corner. Come on, floating on the presso. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, see, throw me the ball. Yeah. You know who you are. You're the guy in the offense when everybody's trying to get open. You're just cut back or going, come on, guys, get it past half court. What are you doing? You ain't mm-hmm. doing any help, are you? At that point, to be no, no, to be a hundred percent honest with <laughs> yeah. you, there was literally no helping, and it was nothing against either one of them. Yeah, that, no I, I said it was what I said to Trey the other day that he can vouch for this. That was one of the best teams we had seen yeah. in that time. Yeah, they had so many good players. If you're not and, used to playing against that style, I'd say yeah. awakening style. Mm-hmm. That that was easy when they were full strength. That was the best team we played all season, and yeah. it wasn't close. Yeah. That team was so good, and mm-hmm. I, I, totally I think if they stayed together, they would have been the best team you all played the next year too even yeah. though you all end up playing a ridiculous schedule I still mm-hmm. think that team a year later would have been unbelievable so thinking about all the players that weren't on the team next year and that team goes and plays in the state final yeah. no they played or, state cha- state tournament lost to Owensboro then the next year they played okay, the state okay with a lot of those same guys though no they only had one, two people they didn't have anybody that played against us except for really Ridge. they had Ridge and they had Tim yeah, Patterson because yeah. mm-hmm. Tim Patterson came the next year because gotcha. he was a uh, I think he was a year under Matt, or it might have been the same year as Matt. Ridge, or Ridge was a year under Matt. Tim was the same year as Matt. Mm-hmm. But he transferred in. And, yeah, that was what's crazy. Is their team was way better when my senior year, and they were still good your senior year. Mm-hmm. But they made they made miraculous runs, and that's all due to Bibby. Bibby, that's why I say, yep. to me, Bibby and Gatewood were the two best coaches in the city of Louisville. Yep. And Bibby does so much with his talent. It's unbelievable. So, will you all play any bigger name schools? Like, have you all gotten your schedule yet, or is that even? We have. I have not seen it yet. Uh, I would say that the teams in our district are the bigger name schools. I guess um, that's tough. Yeah. Like, what, what class are you on? Then? We're AAA, so we're the biggest. Oh wow! Yeah. So you all just opened school, and you are so in like, the biggest class. Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Oakland is. Uh, they're known for football, but they won the district tournament and they end up went going to the state tournament losing to Brentwood uh, but I mean they're they're usually pretty good at basketball they always have a ton of thing with them is they they have a ton of football guys that you just don't know yeah. are, are, are they going to are they going to play um, Blackman like I said they lost to Memphis East two years ago in the I, state tournament did Blackman have somebody that was really good they had Darius Thompson who went to Virginia and then ended up uh, Western Kentucky maybe Okay, maybe that's where I know the name from. But I feel like maybe it was just from talking to you, but mm-hmm. I feel like Blackman is a pretty big-name team. Yeah. Um, and then some other, you know, really good teams that if they were in any other district would be the favorite, but they're just kind of middle of the road in ours. Like, we play, so we have – it's it's different. I, I can't exactly remember how Kentucky does it, but so there's like eight teams in our district. There's eight teams in the district next to us. 
and then that's our region. But we don't we don't play like regular region games. But the top four uh, in the district from both districts play in the region. Okay. R one plays their four. Okay. Two, three. Yeah. We uh, I can't ever since I can remember. We sweep them every single year, like our four beats their one, our three beats their two. Wow! Yeah, so it's that definitely shows. It. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess this year your all's goal is just to make that tournament. Yeah, uh, and that would be that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, just to refresh, Kentucky, you have sixteen regions, you have a bunch of districts. Right. You play district games, mm-hmm. then you play your district tournament. Top two from that go to region, right? And then the winner of the region tournament goes to Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. So it's actually pretty. Euros is I feel like a lot closer than to ours than what Kentucky's is to Indiana. So I I remember I want to say it was my freshman year and I was at Mail and Mail we were we were good. Trinity was really good. Ballard was really good, and only one of those teams was making it out of the district. Yeah. Uh, I think Lexington Catholic, Bryant Station, Scott County, one of those teams is getting out of the district. That's crazy, you know. Yeah. So with this, it allows two teams from the same district to make the state tournament. After you regions, I could explain it to you. I could explain it to the listeners, but I would confuse y'all. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. So are you all going to travel outside of Nashville and play anybody, or is it just – like, do you all go to other, like, out in the state at all, or do you all pretty much just stay around the national area? Just, I guess, middle Tennessee area. The state, whereas, like, Kentucky's, like, western Kentucky, eastern, northern, yeah. Louisville, and, you know, I don't know what section am I missing, but it's Tennessee's west Tennessee, middle Tennessee, east Tennessee. So we'll probably just stay middle Tennessee. And, we, you know, bars budget, you know, we don't know what we're looking at. Yeah, that's know. a good point. <laughs> So uh, we we did something with uh, Treshawn. BJ did this before, and I mean we've seen it everywhere. Rapid fire questions, mm-hmm. but we like doing these because people that don't know you get to know you. Right. Right. So BJ came up with most of these. I threw a couple in, so I'll give BJ's credit when he deserves it. BJ yep. came up with a lot of these questions. So sounds good. We're gonna do some rapid fire questions with you. Just. We'll give you the question, you say the answer. Sounds good. All right, so I'll start it off with the first one. Being as though you got the background of basketball, coaching, and playing, what's your favorite on-court shoe of all time and favorite off-court shoe mm. of all time? Man, I was expecting favorite shoe. But, so... Yeah, he switched it up on yeah, the last Yeah, 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 it's all good. It is all good. My favorite on-court shoe would be, I believe they were the Nike Hirachi 2K4s. Good answer. Or, and then I think they're very similar to the total packages. Okay. Yeah, so that was my... I played in those white senior year. Really white, yes, eagle. absolutely. Had the black and orange pair. Yes, nice. absolutely. I had the gray and lime green pair senior year. White, gray, and lime green. Mm-hmm. I know the exact pair you're talking mm-hmm. about. And then off-court shoe is the shoe I'm wearing now that I wear from – I try and make it March 15th to October 15th, but it doesn't always work out. Uh, rainbow sandals. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So is there a shoe that you like, though? Because you used to rock Jordans back when you yeah, were in yeah, yeah, but yeah. flops. He just said flops. That's, yeah. No, I don't uh, – yeah, I, I try not Keep to wear socks casual. ever, but, yeah. <laughs> to me, it's that's just too power much. move. It's like the house slippers except for it's To the me, flops. it tells me that Kristen is taking over his life. No, no, absolutely because not. Because that's exactly what Kristen is, is she doesn't uh, wear shoes. Flops. Yeah, but she doesn't wear shoes at she all. She doesn't wear shoes like, at she'll all. She'll go to Walmart. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she doesn't wear shoes like, at all. Like, she's all into that Cali, vegan, you know, all that type of stuff. But, uh, no, I, I, these are really comfortable. They form to your feet. They're not terribly expensive. Like, uh, all that Chaco stuff, all that, you know, rainbows, 
I don't think they're in anymore, but I, they're still in for me, you know. Well, in yeah. Rainbow, you don't mean color. That's a specific brand. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, I'm looking at them. I'm not seeing any rainbows yeah. on them, but yeah. I, get, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> Moves us on to our next question, though. you got two options. you got either wings or burgers. Yeah, so this does it does move on. And I, I'm a part-time vegan, I guess, because my wife is somewhat full-time, I guess. Uh, so I don't know. I guess wings just because, but we, we – she tries to eat healthy, and I'll eat what she cooks. Yeah. So, yeah. Smart man. So yeah. If you're choosing this, I didn't put this on here. Flats or flats or drums? Flats or drums when you're going with wings. Which one do you like better? Well, the vegan wings are actually processed different. So technically, because on that hot one show, they do some. It's not really chicken, but it's whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Could be tofu. Maybe. They Tofu's good. It's good. Tofu's good. Whatever right. it is. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. they said it was good. So which one would you choose? Probably flats. Yeah. My man. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just, yeah. I'm uh, not going to turn down a wing either way, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I said flats. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving to the next one. What's your biggest pet peeve? Lip smacking. Like with gum? Eating? Uh, or eating. All of it? eating. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. People chew with their mouth open. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was listening to King and His Thing the other day. Have you seen, listened to the new one yet, BJ? No. Like, I was, that it's was the most ways. I've, that's the most I've ever been like, yes, I agree with you. So, this girl was sending in a question and she was crunching chips on purpose. And one of the guys got really mad. He was like, if my wife eats a bag of chips, I have to go upstairs. Because it makes me so, he said, I have a condition that it just, and I'm like, dude, I understand that completely. Had him in shop. It was definitely Brendan Shop. It's definitely Brendan Shop. All right, so moving on, what, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? DQ Oreo Blizzard. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. what I get too from, yeah. more, from there. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Not a ton of those in Tennessee, though. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. What kind of ice cream joints do they have? Do they have a popular one down there? No. I mean, it's like your McDonald's. Standard Chains, I guess. Yeah, so we're needing a star one. I mm-hmm. see. I see. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Home, he turned me on to the homemade brand, and they've got a cookies and cream one that is. Mm. I told you, dude. Homemade brand is the, is really, really good. Yeah, and nobody's licking it like the Bluebell, so I'm definitely oh, going homemade. Oh, my goodness, dude. Yeah. I, what would you do if you walked in and saw somebody licking the ice cream? Nothing. Wow. You just wouldn't buy that one? If she was a super attractive woman. You'd you know buy that. Saying? He's still in my still in my I'd show her. Like I'd make the eye contact and be like, "Hey, you see me grabbing this?" <laughs> All right. So moving forward, because I don't know how much you watch now, but I yeah. feel like you did when you lived here. What's your favorite TV show ever? Yeah, I do not watch a lot now, and a Four lot of it. And, uh, two yeah. jobs. Yes. Yes. So we when we do watch TV, it's normally together, and it's usually anything that we can agree on, but. Recently, I guess in the last year or two, anything true crime that comes on Netflix. So, like, Making a Murder, obviously. Making a Murder was great. Uh, so Evil good. Genius. I don't think I watched that. Oh, was that was so that, good. Was that the, no, the, the guy with the bomb strapped to his... Uh, oh, that, that was Oh, good. my gosh, so good. Um, Innocent Man, which is more of, like, criminal justice system. The Staircase, where the... You give me new stuff oh, to watch. Yeah, I need absolutely. to be writing this a lot down. Of them too, yeah. yeah. Did you watch when they see a shit? I know that was the next one I was gonna say. So I got through episode one and I just couldn't. I couldn't do it anymore. It's dude. It's, and then I watched. Well, it's I one saw of the they most, had like, the, gut wrenching things to ever watch. It's so terrible. I saw they had, and I took the cheap way. I should. I need to go back and watch it all. But I saw they had the post Oprah show. Yeah. That I went ahead and watched that because I just had to know what happened. So I, you, man, you should watch it, man. It's it's very sad, but like. I don't know. It makes you just want to help people. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, it's, yeah. it's so it's really sad. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> sad. 
Uh, moving on to the next one, what, what's your favorite number? Maybe a number you played in or, or just overall lucky number? Uh, not a huge number guy, but uh, I like 7 and 23. So, but uh, no, no real reason for any of those. But yeah. No real reason for 23? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's been some good players. Couple where, where, guys. Yeah, a couple of them. Um, also, what's, what's favorite car? Maybe dream car, maybe favorite car you've ever owned, whatever way you want to take I, it. I hate to, I hate to sound like my, my guy Beef over here taking the cop-out answer, but I, I'm going to go with my, my 2015 Dodge Grand Caravan. Because, and, and this, I don't want to rant too long on this. Again, I know it's rapid fire. But there were some people that were against us having a van. Not going to say who, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> I just don't understand, you know, whether it's, um, you know, people think you got to have SUVs, you got to do this, you know, four kids, and stuff's more, so much more expensive. But a van's like was like twenty five grand and sliding doors. Like, how can you beat that? You know, yeah. it's just so. I, I don't so, like, in there. so yes. you're saying Kristen was against you all? Having no, a she was all for it. You were. Uh, no, no, it was so just. Who was other, all having a just, just other people. I think he's saying sometimes when you see a man driving a minivan, yeah. you go, maybe he has another vehicle that's not his daily driver. Right. I've heard that from people right. as well too. Mm-hmm. I even know some people who say they would never drive a van. Once you drive it, it's like there's plus. Yeah, like what's it. up with the stigma? With its, I mean, it's just got so many benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never, gas I've never owned a van, owned but I've driven van. I don't have a problem with them. Yeah. You lived in a van down by the river once, uh, right? For a little bit. <laughs> That's where we met. He was right next door. <laughs> uh, how, how do you feel about putting pineapple on a pizza? Not great. Oh, Not thank great. You. Uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Finally, uh, I mean, we. I don't really want to put anything but uh, pepperoni, but uh, I'm just kind of simple. Standard pepperoni. Guy. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, I go pepperoni and pineapple, but hey, it's each own. It's because you're weird. Uh, yeah. mm. Favorite. Well, so, I think our listeners know that. All right, next one. Favorite basketball player ever? Kobe. Favorite non-basketball athlete? So this one, this one's tough. Wait a second. You two are friends and you like Kobe? Yeah. We had plenty of battles. I'm a Kentucky fan, yeah. It just kind of all hit me at once. There was no response there, and I thought, Kobe? Because we've had this argument years and years. That's how the UPS argument started. Then it went into, okay, we're going to stay at college, and you pick, you know, yeah. basketball card, what college uh, or NBA player, what college they we go to. We would battle on that I one. I thought that's what t- all tonight was going to be. I'm pretty shocked by these questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost had a couple, but I didn't want to. Yeah. You know. Do you still have the list from the other day? No, but I had, uh, I know some of them. Because I'd like to see how many of those you can get. Did you I'm listen so to bad now. I do it with myself. These, were, time these time. were older players. so you I was going to go Summer League. So when we were going to talk about Summer League, I was going to oh, go Y'all would have destroyed me. There were yeah. some tough ones. There were some ones I'm like, yeah, you know right away. And then there were some tough ones that you have no clue. So I'm like, there's no friendly medium on this. Yeah. But um, favorite non-basketball athlete. <sighs> this one, this uh, tough I put Andre Woodson, but really anybody that was good for Kentucky football. Uh, so R.I.P. Jared Lorenzen, Tim Couch, uh, Randall Cobb. I mean, I've, I've, my dad had season tickets from 1993 to like a couple years ago, and it was a miserable, miserable time yeah. of being a Kentucky football fan. So anybody that helped me out there is, is good, good in my book. I like the loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Favorite coach of all time. This could be any sport. Yeah, so – I put down Billy Donovan, and this is going to shock you, but pre, I guess, almost even pre-Kentucky Rick Pitino, like, 
Providence, just how he was able to sort of revolutionize and do something different with the three-point line and just playing fast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his teams even at Kentucky were very, very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Just the way they played. I, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. It's yep. just I'm not a real big fan of him as a person. Right, absolutely. But <laughs> as, a, as a coach, like, yeah. there's not too many coaches that you can mm-hmm. find in the college basketball game mm-hmm. that you could – Yep. That are better than what he did. And in my um, playing for Winston Bennett at Midcontinent, everything was Patino based. So I mean that some allegiance there. Yeah. Um, who did you model your coaching style after? I guess it depends on where you're at. But if you were the head yeah. coach of a team, you I mean you referenced mm-hmm. Donovan, you mm-hmm. referenced Patino. Is there somebody else that you gained some influence from or anything? No. And this is one of the things that I found out pretty quickly uh, I, when I. First started, got into it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be just like Patino or I'm just going to be just like uh, Billy Donovan, run their same stuff. But you really, I think a sign of a good coach is coaches that are able to adjust uh, with what they have. So, yes. you know, when Brandon I asked me, you know, what are we going to do with uh, our type of offense, like we don't we, we don't know exactly what we're going to have. Uh, Cater it to your personnel. Yes. And so I've – watched and and been around different programs last year you know at first I was like well I'm gonna be like shock smart and just you know it's gonna be fun havoc and that that didn't happen till last year and we had the athletes we had the horses to do it so that's what we did but I've also worked for coaches who were we're gonna play in the 40s we're going to um you know grind it out so to speak and just be really good defensively and you know it's yeah nothing that People have no idea, I guess, nothing that – I don't say nothing. Very little of me playing comes from – or helps me coaching, I guess. It's all been picked up in the last six years, I okay. guess. And I, I got to – I'm not going to say his name just on the random case that he's going to somehow hear this, but there's a player for Vandy. If I said his name, y'all would probably remember him, that I was coaching against him. We played him early in the season – he decides that uh, I guess the next time we so that was like November January comes around and he's not there so he was an assistant I, I was an assistant and my boss at the time goes up to their head coach and he's like well, what happened to him he's like ah, he said it was too hard <laughs> he said and then he said something <laughs> to the effect of you know all I had to do at Vandy was just come off screens and shoot so, <laughs> so it's it, you know it it definitely is uh, I guess. If I had to pick, and this is not rapid fire, it's very long-winded, so I apologize, but Rick Bird probably offensively, and then when I worked at Laverne, and there's a lot of programs in Murfreesboro that do exactly what Kermit Davis did, and it was so cool going to Ole Miss and seeing like the way they do their walkthroughs, the way they do their scouts, the, uh, their pre-practice, a lot of the same drills. I'm like, we do. Almost every like eighty percent was probably the exact same of what and and you know it's like that for one of the guys I used to work for it's like that for two or three other programs in Murfreesboro uh, and you know he's been successful everywhere he's been so it's kind of a good guy to emulate you know all right so I told you I had one that I wasn't going to tell you and I'm worried no, and, no it's not I just saw this because. You commented on a former teammate of yours who actually ended up playing for Louisville, Dexter Hayman. Yeah, yeah. And he shared a picture that said, born in Louisville, grew up in Louisville. I got love for Louisville, but I can't stay in Louisville. Right. What's the biggest thing you missed about the city of Louisville? Great question. Man. Obviously, friends, uh, you know, family. Man, there's uh, (laughs) – 
there's a lot of good restaurants. So let, let's let's throw friends and family. Okay. Out of it. Yeah, let's yeah. throw friends and family out of it, and let's just make it a lighthearted thing. Yeah. So I mean, it could be North's Bakery that you showed yes. me. Yep. I mean, it could be something like that. So me and Kristen went to a new uh, a new like restaurant, but it was close to Dairy Castle, and I didn't realize they reopened. Dairy Castle? Yes. I've never had Dairy Castle. Oh, and I've man. lived here my whole life. I've never had so Dairy Castle. So I grew up off Preston, which was like five minutes from it. Yeah. So I went there. This was a couple months ago. That That's up there. Uh, there's no Krispy Kreme, or I think they just built one. So that's obviously Nord's. Um, yeah, there's – I mean, I miss being like being downtown, too. Yeah. Um, downtown Nashville is just so crowded that like, you can't – you cannot – you cannot get around uh, it, it's and so just touristy. So um, yeah, it was. I, I definitely there's definitely a lot of parts that I miss. If, if it go if it's like one or two months that I haven't been there, I, I kind of get the itch to get back. Uh, mine and Kristen's spot was Old Spaghetti Factory, so going back there. Uh, so yeah, and I guess Dexter posted that. <laughs> I yeah, think, I, I think saw, he's moving. I saw him him post that, and you commented on it with the. With the hands, like, I agree with you 100%. And I yes. was like, I'm, I'm going to ask him what his biggest thing is. So, I mean, I didn't I didn't know where you would go with it, but I thought you would appreciate that question oh, because yeah. of that picture. Yeah. So, uh, and, I mean, being being close to Kentucky, like, the university just yeah. for games. I mean, I've been to a couple of football games. I don't think I've been to a basketball game since I moved to Tennessee. So, that's been – So, it's also got to be weird for you because I know – I picture this, I'm sure, BJ, you, all of, that are big sports fans, you picture your kid growing up being a fan of the same team you are. Mm-hmm. It's got to be hard being down there where your kids are being influenced by so many Tennessee or Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Is do, do they still cheer for Kentucky or at this point do they still not care? They don't They don't care yet. Um, I mean, I, Cruz, I think it was when Kentucky beat Louisville with Lamar Jackson I think thanks for, thanks for bringing yeah in. he was he was watching that game he wasn't really watching it but he just looked at it and was like why are we, why is Kentucky playing the Angry Birds so ever since then <laughs> they, they're the Angry Birds I was like yeah they they're they're evil they're all the, all, all the above and then uh, you know Kristen she's fair weather she but she don't really care in in reality but she's you know one day she's Alabama I was like oh, I really like Tennessee's colors and I tell them you know Tennessee's for garbage men and of course that doesn't really work because my <laughs> My five-year-old, he wants to be a garbage man, so. I've never, I've never met Tatum, but the videos and all the posts you'll make, like, I feel like he's somebody I'd like to hang yes. out with. Yes, yeah, that's what a lot of people say. That's, yeah. It feels like he's going to get a lot of other people in trouble. Mm-hmm. He's going to be too cunning to get in trouble, but he's going to get a lot of other people in yes, trouble. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, I think, uh, so I try and take them to, they, they do like LeBron. So that's that's been hey. so, and we were talking about Bogdanovich. I think it's, I said his name right. Bogdanovich, yeah. So we went to the Pacers game at Indiana. I told you back in February, yeah. and of course I take him to see LeBron. He sits like the fourth quarter. That was a game they yelled at Brandon Ingram. LeBron's going to trade you. <laughs> <laughs> but and then LeBron suffers his biggest defeat ever. I think it's thirty nine points that game. I was like, of course, game I take him to. But you know. <laughs> It is what it is. We still got. I mean, it could have been years. worse. Could have been like when yeah. we went to see him, and we find out when we're eating across the street that he's sitting out. You told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. That was that was pretty uh, gut wrenching. I was like, well, guess we'll go up here. And I, I don't even remember if they won or not. 
No, they didn't win, but it was actually not a bad game. Yeah, but, but yeah, they made Kyrie up for played. it. Yeah. Russ didn't play, or excuse, um, JR, excuse me. Yeah, I remember JR and LeBron sitting down next to each other. But they made up for it because mm-hmm. I went to the playoff game later in that season. They came back for a 25-point deficit at halftime. Yeah. So, yeah. It kind of balanced itself yes. out. So, and I, honestly, I think if Kermit would have stayed, I think that they, just with some of the connections of the program and also uh, like Lipscomb, Belmont, like I can get in there a lot easier. Just, number one, it's a lot easier to get into and just yeah. people I know. I think they would have maybe drawn towards – Maybe MTSU because I mean that's the hometown team and yeah. honestly had he stayed, Kermit I think I mean they there people were talking about them becoming like the Butler of the South I mean because they already you know this is a different podcast but one of the biggest upsets of all time with Michigan State so uh, you know uh, hopefully it'll, they'll just something blue just not Duke you know <laughs> yeah yeah oh man yeah. So, there's a question for you. Would you rather than be a Duke or a Louisville fan? Splitting hairs. Yeah, I don't – they really like coming to Louisville, just staying with Nana and Papa and all that. So, you know, if, if somehow it could relate to like, oh, that's where my you know my grandparents lived, yeah. I guess right, if I, you had to. And, like, Louisville's more likable now. Like, I don't really hate Chris Mack. Uh, I mean, I actually Scott said this Satterfield. exact. I actually yeah. said this exact thing. Like now, it doesn't because when you had Patino and Petrino at the helm, it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I understood why people would hate us, mm-hmm. but now, like, yeah, it's hard to dislike Chris Max. Hard to dislike Scott Satterfield. Mm-hmm. It's hard to dislike Jeff Walls. Mm-hmm. It's hard to j- dislike Dan McDonald, even if you're not a baseball. It's just it's hard to dislike those guys. Right. And yeah, so yeah, it, Smitty gets mad because he's like, I wish – there's actually a lot of Kentucky fans that are around me that are like, I wish Chris Mack would do something to make me hate right. him because I like him way too much. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we do a thing on here every episode. Um, I, I don't know if you know the origination of this, but Daniel Grimes made this. He brought this to us. He didn't even mean to do it, but it, the episode he was on, that was where the power move was, was made. So – we got we do two things every episode. We do a power move and we do a beef. Do you got you got a power move? I got I got it. I got so it. What you, let's, you want me to start off? Let's hear it. Let's start All right, it off. I'm gonna man. go power move, Indiana. I don't know and, and you know, I lived in Indiana for four years and it was fine. Um, uh, you know, nothing nothing great in my opinion, but it was you know, it is, it is what it is. So but I really it's kind of it's where I became Really bad driver, according to my family, because I would just get speeding ticket after speeding ticket. So I'm on the way here. Number one, I get mad at my GPS because it's telling me there's a faster route if I take the toll bridge. But it's like, obviously, I clicked the original route because I'm not taking the toll bridge. So, <laughs> so I think they do that on purpose, yes, by the way. Yes. The toll bridge is mm-hmm. paying them some cut of that money Absolutely. to do that. So I'm going to go with my power move, the Indiana State Police, or whoever decided it was to make I-65, that first stretch, 65 and yeah. not 55. I don't know when that was done, <laughs> but that is an absolute power move. Yeah. They're making a killing off yes, that. Yes, absolutely. And we're all paying the price for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So you want you want to go first? Actually, no. Let me go second because I want I want my second one to be pretty good. Okay. So I mean, I'll say my first one, then you can name your two, then I'll say my well, my so second. Okay. All right. So my first one, because I have two power moves. Yeah. My first power move is Kevin Durant. So a lot of people know how I feel about the Warriors, and them. there's a story that came out about Kevin Durant whenever the trade was going down for D'Angelo Russell. 
So Kevin Durant not only left Golden State and went to New and went to Brooklyn, but right. he, he also would not let Brooklyn trade D'Angelo Russell unless Golden State gave them a first round pick. Right. Allegedly. Total power move. Yeah. So the trade that happened was, you know, Golden State sent I guess I guess it was the Kevin Durant was Kevin Durant part of the sign of trade or did he just go? No, he was, it was there. just yeah. so it was just the first round pick. But he if just knew what Bob Myers would do. Yeah, he basically gave them inside information that said, "Hey, you can get this out of them. Do it this way." I think there might have been a favor owed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so, so they. Uh, That's two episodes in a row. You've given KD a shout out, by the way. Mm, well, it's because he doesn't play for Golden State anymore, I so I can like on, him again. I, think you're on the KD I don't know, man. He's just so emotional now. Yeah, I mean, it depends on which it, yeah, it depends on which burner account you're reading. <laughs> yeah. But so the thing is, they get a first round pick unless it's inside the top twenty. Then they get a second round pick in six years. So either way, he demanded that they get a first round pick, which probably will end up being a first round pick. Yeah, but I, I actually have two quick ones. My first one is obviously the post we made the other day. We referenced this earlier, but has 182 engagements currently. So basically, you're only, well, I'm no mathematician, but 718 um, likes, shares, comments. Wouldn't it be 818? Well, it probably could be if you're doing 1,000. I'm just trying to shape points here a little bit and make it 900. But, yeah, so we're waiting to see that facial hair, and uh, I think you owe it to the listeners. To I'm already cutting my hair into a mullet. What else do you want me to do? Facial hair. No, it's not going to happen. Listen, you lost five to one. You deserve this. You owe this to the people. <laughs> Don't. It'll, it'll grow back. What's, what's your next power move? Because that's not happening. Well, you keep saying that. We're I'm not commenting on that post either to tell people it's not happening. Remember those Tic Tacs that you were talking about with NyQuil in them earlier? Or whatever I know. You said? I said horse, horse tranquilizers. tranquilizers. <laughs> yeah, NyQuil and horse tranquilizers, I feel like, are 1A, 1B. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. We're going to give you some of those. And then when you wake up with whatever How are you going to move my head whenever you're cutting my hair? We'll put the Tic Tacs through your nose if we have to. You know Fair enough. And close the other one. Whoa! And then all of a sudden you're just out for now two days. You're promoting drug use on the podcast that people listen to with their kids. No, I wasn't promoting drug use. I was promoting drugging. Yeah, other keep going. People. Keep going, man. Let's other hear people. what you got. Yeah. Okay. So my other one is actually to do with drug use as well, too, or not drug use, but we've all seen the video recently of the um, submarine that was caught. Dude, the that, was, oh my that was so legit. Yeah. That was awesome. So the only downside to it was it was June 18th, right? And this dude, the Coast Guard, first of all, shout out to the Coast Guard, in the Pacific Ocean, one of the oceans that we've referenced earlier. So it all ties Final back four in. of the oceans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the dude is standing on the side of his Coast Guard boat and just takes the leap of faith and jumps onto this submarine that was made in the jungles of wherever, Ecuador, Peru, wherever it was, and knocks on the door, opens it up, 17,000 pounds of cocaine in this submarine. And it was worth an approximate value of $232 million. So shout out to the Coast Guard for shutting it down. They say one of those happens every couple hours and they hit one. So, Shout out to the Coast Guard for yeah. shutting down Russell Westbrook's contract That's with the cocaine my, on the Pacific <laughs> Ocean. <laughs> Power move to the U.S. Coast Guard, June 18th. So my my last power move is actually uh, me. I'm giving myself a power move because I created this beautiful family that Ray has mm. by getting himself and his wife together. Mm-hmm. So by that, I have to give myself a power move by introducing them when I did my senior year. Okay. And then... Uh, Cruz's first grade teacher is going to have a beef with you. Why is that? Well, you if it wasn't for you, there'd be no 
Well, actually, I guess it would be more Tatum's kindergarten teacher. God bless that don't woman. Tell, look, don't tell him to send me anything unless it's checks when they make professional. Yeah. <laughs> send you the bills. Yes. Yeah. So, do you want me to go first in my beef? Because I, I think both of y'all are going to be really surprised when you hear who my beef is, is with. I don't care. Y'all go I mean, first if you want me to. Go ahead. Do you think? I've got two of them, so I'll start off with my first one with the Marcus Morris situation. Drives me crazy. If you sign with a team or agree to a contract, just stick with that contract. Couldn't have been with a worse team, too. You don't do that to San Antonio. He was going to do a one-year or excuse me, a two-year $20 million offer with the Spurs. Now he went with a one-year $15 million with the Knicks and just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So my first beef is you, Marcus Morris. Do you think that that the rumors are true that they would play for each other when one of them was hurt? No. They have the exact same tattoos and everything. Right. Mm. But their games to me are slightly different. Yeah, I agree. I think Marcus is a much better player. Mar- Markeith plays hard, but I think Marcus is a better player. Which player. one played for the Wizards back when like they were decent with Wall? It was Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. yeah. And, and Markeith has just bounced around. It feels like both of them have bounced around, league. to be honest. Marcus was at Boston last year, and I think Mar- Marcus is a better offensive player. Mm-hmm. Markeith, both of them played for Phoenix at one point, didn't they? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Not for very long. Yeah. So you want, you want your beef to go next, or you want me to go with mine? I've got two also, so I'll go, and then I guess right, you cool. can we'll come back to this way. Uh, so my first one is just the, I don't know, I hate to sound like this. I, I don't. I used to say UofL uh, football fans were the most delusional, then I moved to Tennessee, so now I think – I think it's Tennessee, but I just I don't want to act like Kentucky's some power program right now. But I think the lack of respect that they're getting from the national media, as far as like uh, Phil Steele's picking to win five games, Terry Wilson's the worst uh, returning or no worst quarterback in the SEC, and my beef's not really with that, but also a little bit of jealousy, I guess you can say, for South Carolina. I feel like every single year they are. <laughs> This is the year. This right. is the year for South Carolina. This is the year they won ten games. Projected very high. Yes. Like, and then eventually they win six, they win seven, they go to the Music City Bowl, call it a day, which is fine. Um, and but, they still managed to beat North Carolina on a regular basis. Yes, but we, we made the jump. I get it. We're I Just looking at the schedule, and I have it right here if y'all don't mind. I'm, I'm sorry for overtime. No, uh, we don't have time limit on Awesome. So you got Toledo and Eastern Michigan. I don't, again, I don't think we're going to win 10. All right, so 2-0 and hopefully there. Florida at home. Uh, let's just say, okay, let's break it down for the next three. You got Florida at Mississippi State at South Carolina. If you win one. I'd say loss, loss, win. Okay, so if you win one, you're still in really good position. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas at home. Win. Yeah. Uh, so that puts you at. I see a big G up there. Let's go ahead and put an L put next a big to that. Put a big fat. Put a big fat L next to that. That's the only game I look at. It's like that's the one you don't have a chance. The rest of them won't shock me for any of them. Yeah. Missouri at home. I don't should really know win. what they. Yeah, should win. They lost their best quarterback. Mm-hmm. Or what was Locke? Was that his name? Yes. And yeah. they lost him. But they got Kelly Bryant. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Where is it at? Is that Kentucky? Yeah. I would give you all the edge yeah. in that, but. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a game like it was last right. year. Right, and then Tennessee at home should be improved, but yes. I don't see them beating you all. Right at Vandy, last year we beat or two years ago when we played them there was we beat them by a hundred. I felt like UT Martin and then Louisville with a first year head coach. The UT Martin game, man. 
Is that UT Martin? Yeah, it's I don't UT know Martin. Who it is. Yeah, Skyhawks. I should know that. I, do, I mean, guy. you guys have a hellacious schedule, I should say. Yes. So, I mean, and again, play, I don't think they're going to be that good. Who are you going to play in the bowl game? Trinity? Um, probably a Big Ten school again. You yeah. said Georgia on there. You talking That's about the only team that they play that's <laughs> good. State, Florida. Actually, I'll give Florida will be good. Yes, mm-hmm. so you all play Florida and Georgia. I don't Mississippi State. I didn't think was that great last year. Right, and we drum rolled. Yeah, I didn't think they were that great last year. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't and think I it's feel crazy. Like they lost all their best players that they had from that team. Yeah, anyway, didn't uh, they? their deep their best defense alignment I know went to the Titans. The other one went somewhere. I think he got drafted. So yeah, I, I just and again, I don't think they're going to be. We are not no power or anything like that. But I just don't think it's going to be as big of a drop off as what everybody's making it. And I just get tired of people talking about South Carolina and how they're going to make the <laughs> jump. Like, no, we made the jump. Like, we, we, so and I get Benny Snell, Josh, uh, Josh Allen are going to be tough. I hope dudes my cousin to, listens to this because my cousin's a huge South Carolina fan. I can't wait. Oh, they're all of Kristen's family. No, is. my cousin David that yeah. lives in, down in uh, Durham. And they, and I mean, eventually they're going to beat us. We beat them five times in a row. So yeah. it's like they pro- they might they're win dude. this year, but I don't know. I I know this is not a gambling podcast, but I think oh we do locks of the week, man. I gambled my hair away. All right, so it worked so well for him. If you find the line, I think one of them had it six. Yeah. I would just bet the over. Hmm. I mean, you already threw out their schedule. If I'm going. Just that schedule from what I'm seeing. Eastern Michigan. Y'all the first two wins, I say loss, loss, win. Hey, man, win. you already told us this. So four. And then loss. I mean, I yeah, I, I could see how yeah. you would say over six would be okay, yeah. So that's my lock of the week. I don't see him winning ten. No, absolutely not. I don't see him winning ten again. No. But I, I could definitely see them no. winning six or seven. Yeah, but here's a question for you then. So you all tasted, tasted ten wins. Mm-hmm. If he wins six games, is that a failure? With this schedule and with how how uh, of an uptick this the recruiting wise is going, I mean, to me, if you all win six games this year, six or less, it's a failure. I I could definitely see how. Yeah, I'd probably be a little disappointed. Yeah, it's no. not a failure, but it's underachieving. Yeah. That's what I'll say. But at I the would, same time, it's yeah. Kentucky football, and like. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Like, you're still going to a bowl, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, it's, they, I always go back to that story about Bear Bryant, the reason Bear Bryant left Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I win a national title, and they give me a watch. Mm-hmm. Adolph Rupp wins a national title, and they buy him a car. Mm-hmm. That's why some of these schools, like, and I would throw hey, Kentucky in. watches are worth more than cars these days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why Kentucky hasn't gotten over the top and you right. you've talked about that in the past they don't put enough into it yeah and i think now they are and you're seeing like i mean a lot of it is stoops don't get me wrong but a lot of it is like the recruiting room and the facilities and like yeah. you know just st- stuff like that so i don't know uh, i'm just i'm tired of hearing about the gamecocks <laughs> <laughs> all right so my beef is actually with the officials and the Boston and Memphis game yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Officials again? <laughs> so here's the reason is that why. Summer League? Yes. Oh, Grayson Allen. The fact that Grayson Allen got tossed out of that Shocked game. Him. That was two of the worst flagrant foul calls mm-hmm. I've ever You're seen. You're defending Grayson Allen. That's why I said you all would be wow. highly surprised on what who my Mark so, down two hours and 15 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> I'm saving this for forever. Yeah. The fact that they tossed Grayson out, the fact that he got either, a flagrant foul on either one of those, it's an absolute joke. So my beef is with the NBA Summer League refs in the Memphis and Boston game yesterday. They could have called the moving screen first. 
Mm. Yeah, they definitely could have. Yeah. And then Grant he Williams. pushes Grant Williams off, who is absolutely bear hugging him. He pushes him off, and they call a flagrant foul. And then the next one, they have been jawing back and forth. Why not just separate them and say stop? Because it's Grayson Allen. Yeah. And then he goes for a block and barely touches Grant oh, Williams' head. I don't head. know about that. That one, I, I, don't that know one I felt like was was less of a flagrant than the other one. He I swings really hard for a block and hits yeah. the ball, and his arm hits his head, and he gets a flagrant foul and gets tossed out of the game. It's a joke to me. That's especially with something league. Yeah. So you get? Do you both have two beefs? Yeah, my my other one was actually going to be throwing to football, talking about Kaepernick. So Kaepernick, I'm good with him. Everything. He's pulling the Nike AM1s that are supposed to come out. So on the back of the Nike AM1, there's supposed to be a 1776 Betsy Ross flag. Beautiful looking shoe. Not a huge fan of the Betsy Ross flag. I don't really care about any of that stuff. But my beef is there is political connotations with that flag, so therefore they're pulling the shoe. I think, unfortunately, we all know the history of the country. It's yeah. not a good history. But to say that you can't have that flag on a shoe and you pull the whole shoe, I mean, that makes no sense to me. So, wish they would have still came out. For people like me who can get their hands on stuff like that, I actually don't really hate it because I've already seen them selling for like $1,200. Ridiculous amount of money. So, some people actually got them? Yeah, because they, they sent them like... To- Stores, yes, and they pull them at the last minute. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. And they, they actually, Nike disposed of them. Nike's burned them, thrown them away because. And it's it's like I said, it was actually Kaepernick was the one who called and had them do it, which blew me away because I was like, yeah, he's he's obviously got some influence, but um, pretty pretty shocking to me. Yeah. So yeah, a couple of resellers ended up buying them. I've already seen them in, in a couple of different sizes. Mm. So. And then Nike, I guess Nike told him to send them back. Yeah, and they were like, no, we're gonna we're gonna make some money on this. <laughs> Well, they're supposed to send them back. You yeah. Know, technically, Nike has the numbers as to what, but what are you going to do if exactly. somebody's already? I mean, mm-hmm. Nike. Some guy issues. makes ten dollars an hour. So yeah. yeah. Nike's <laughs> had issues with this multiple times before. Yeah. So. So you got another beef? Let's I do. It. I was debating on on bringing this one up, but uh, since since my guy BJ had to, I figured I, I I'll throw it over to BJ and, and he can decide what to do. About uh, she's seven years ago. Man, we're getting old. We <laughs> were in. Uh, right before work, we would always watch. Like, I guess I would come to his house early. Mm-hmm. We would leave for work. I want to say sometimes you would not even go home. Yeah, he exactly. Come, he would come over after work, then go to school, and then just come back after school and stay the night. It, like, go to sleep, and then we would go to work. Yeah. So Smitty was Smitty was over there. I don't know how it got pretty testy between Kentucky and Louisville, and we just started like we were making like hardly any money. So we, we were just throwing bets around, and and somehow oh, <laughs> I already know where this is going. Uh, I totally forgot about a couple this. of them were, and you all, you know. This was Anthony Davis' year, so like we were beating no, St. John's. this was the Cousins' year. No. Because no, I wasn't living in uh, Indiana yet. Okay. I, for some yeah. reason, I thought it was Cousins. So, I right, think we were ahead. playing like St. John's or Georgia, just beating the crap out. So, I was on my ho- high horse, of course. And right. uh, I think a, I can't remember them all, but one of them was that Kentucky would win a championship before North Carolina, and then obviously they did that year. Right. The big one, I think that I, we put the most money on. How did North on, Carolina get brought into it? I don't know. Just because they're a powerhouse? Yeah, I mean, they were really good that year. Kentucky right? lost, a, or Kentucky barely beat North Carolina yes. is what it was. Because okay. they beat, Anthony Davis made the block at the end of the game to win. The, so, 
I said that I thought that North Carolina was a better team or something. That, okay. That's probably how the argument yes. got started. And then okay. I, I fully respect that if Kendall Marshall gets hurt, then you know Kentucky maybe doesn't win the national title, but whatever. But I think the biggest one we had the most debate on was my guy Kyle Wilcher. Okay. And that he was going Man. not going to make the NBA. And I said, you know, it's the you know, it's Kentucky. Like, there was a two just, part to this to this bet too. All right, what was the other part? The other part was that you all thought he would be a first round pick. I, I said don't that know he about that one. I wish the, we, we the, wrote it down. Where is that paper? I don't know. Where you, ca- you kept it. You put oh, it in your wallet because we all signed, signed it. it. <laughs> we all signed it. All three oh, of us did. Because I had bets with both of them. Yes, yes. I don't know what we do about that. Sorry, guys. I don't know what we do about that, BJ. Maybe you could help us. What was the bet? Do we know? There was like there was like twenty bucks here, twenty bucks here. Yeah, yeah. There was like ten bets on that. Oh, that bet has to be paid. I mean. I mean, you tell me how much I owe you. I have no problem paying the bet. Is Wilcher in the NBA now, though? He, he got. He yeah. did. He get drafted, or did he just get? I think he went undrafted. Okay. And if I was Brandon, I would probably say like, no. Your grounds for making that bet was that he played at Kentucky, and Kentucky guys have like a. Uh, yeah, push, you know, platform. Yeah, where now. Speaking like, of old bets between our friends, do you remember the bet that I had with BJ, or with DJ about the Bulls and the Cavs? Oh. No, and I don't. Then, <laughs> and then uh, Rose tore his ACL, and I let him out of the bet. Mm. Good guy, good friend, good guy. Yeah. That's a power move. It was fifty dollars, yeah. by the way, fifty dollars, and it was who was going to come out of the East, and then Rose tore his ACL, and I was like, Rose tore his ACL, man. I'm that might have been the Heat. It was the Heat. I okay, was, I thought you said Cavs. Okay, I did. I might have said Cavs, but I, I told him I was like, yeah, I'll let you out of the bet just because mm-hmm. he tore his ACL, and that's their best player. So I'd have doubled it down. <laughs> I should have kept it on. There's one person, which I don't know if they listen to my podcast or not, but they owe me $100. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Pacers. He would bet the Pacers. And he, I'm, I, here's the thing is I never said one word to him. Hey, I probably wouldn't bet the Pacers too often. I mean, this year you might get a couple more wins. Last this year was when this was when the battles with the Heat. George and all that. George. And he yeah. comes up to me, dude, and it's just up in the gums, dude. I'm talking like – Talking more trash than anybody ever has to me, right? And I'm like, that's a lot. Put, too, mo- put money down. Amount of trash to you. Put money down. Then he's like, I'll put a hundred down. I said, that's fine. We can put a hundred down. <laughs> on a game, on a series, <laughs> on, on the, the, se- the we- who's coming out of the East? Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, that's what I do say. I say, if you're gonna say something, put your money where your mouth is. And, and I did, and then I never got paid. Yeah. So well, but it sounds like that's a familiar thing because it sounds like there might well, be a Well, to be fair, the though, there was so there was so long in, with some of these bets. Yeah. We honestly just forgot about it. It wasn't that, like, I wouldn't have paid because I would have like paid it. It sounded like you forgot about it. It sounded like it was a contractual. Because as, as, as soon as he started saying it, I remembered. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> yeah. I forgot There was about a bunch that. of other stuff on there, too. That there I was, like, probably remember. 10 or 12 bets on this thing because there was bets that – I was betting against both of them. There was bets mm-hmm. where I was just betting against him. Yep. Bets where I was just betting against Smitty. And I feel like there was bets that you two had against each other, too. Maybe. I feel like. Yeah, I, I remember one with you and Smitty was that Kentucky would not play in the Yum Center unless it's the Unless it's the tournament. SEC tournament, maybe. Yeah, or, no, unless it's the NCAA okay. tournament or they're playing. Well, you Louisville. might want to go SEC tournament. If, I don't know if he's listening, but I heard there might be a chance that. Well, no, it's, it's signed in that. Smitty Nashville. forgot about those yeah, bets yeah. just like I he's did. He's made of money anyway, so. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll donate my paycheck for this show. I'm not to doing pay anything to my bet. facial hair. It's <laughs> no, not going to no, happen. No. <laughs> not going to happen. All right, fine. See, I we're knew fine. where you were going with that. No, I was going to donate my paycheck to pay off your debt, and you automatically went facial hair. I mean, I'm just saying. I wouldn't, I'm not afraid to pay my own debt, man. Well, sounds like you haven't yet, so there must because be Because we don't know what the tally is. 
Tally is Kyle Wilcher eventually played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tally. For the Houston Rockets. Speaking of Tally, head. this show is dedicated to Matt Tally today. I don't know if you saw, but he had his first kid today. There you go. Shout out to Matt Tally. So, avid, avid listener, comments on a lot of our stuff, which mm-hmm. is cool. Fellow yep. Sixers fan. Ray also knows Matt Tally. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. County's finest, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, shout out to Matt Tally. Congrats on the, on the kid. That's Awesome. I'm sure Ray can attest to that One four times. three to go to catch up to Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Better get to getting, man. Yeah. You want to catch up to Better Ray. call a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Stop now is what Ray's really saying. Quit. <laughs> oh, man. But, Ray, yeah, I don't know if you got anything you want to you want to shout out to anybody or anything. No, nope, no. I'm just glad this finally happened after so many years of talking about it. So Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. I mean – Two over two hour episodes in the same week. There's going to be a lot of people having to listen for a long time. Yes, that's vacation season. Yeah, well, you know. So more content, the better. Absolutely. So Ray, thanks, man. Thanks for coming and taking the time that you normally would spend with your family here and yes. coming and spending with us, joking around for a couple hours. Absolutely, absolutely. Nice mental break for sure. <laughs> yeah. We can't show that something positive came from having a hall pass. Then the whole concept is dead. Not just for you and me, but for all mankind. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Preach. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> but, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. I'm going to have some some food after this because I'm pretty hungry. Absolutely. I just think about that. I'm really hungry. So, if you guys want to get some food, we can do that. Let's do that. Uh, but, guys, keep liking, keep sharing, keep listening to everything. Beef out. Peace. See you.